You should be barricaded in your house and kept off of the street or sterilized, lobotomized, left in a car in heat. Cause the things you say and do tell me your brain cells are at you, and that is why I hate you. I think this podcast software works pretty well given no prior experience, but sometimes it just pisses me off. <laughs> I don't know why it just refuses to play shit sometimes and then like Oh, whatever. Why am I talking about this? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we're, we're we're in the middle of a uh, school vacation week here. Uh, Yay, spring break. Because it's uh, Zombie Jesus Day on Sunday. Sunday, right? I think. Yeah, I yeah. believe so. Yeah, and they got all that other shit, shit in between. Good Friday. Fuck, fucking messy Thursday. I don't know what they're. Fridays, I guess. It's more good because Jesus got sentenced to death, so it's a good Friday. Apparently, I think that's what it is. I don't actually know what the what it, what it is, but whatever. I hate bringing up old like Family Guy jokes, but all I can think of is like Jesus gets put on the cross. And you see a bunch of people. Going, can you feel the brand new day? <laughs> Just like celebrating. Oh uh, man, I saw I saw. I've seen this comment multiple times, but people talking about like when Jesus comes back and he just sees everybody wearing crosses with him on it. Well, the, Wouldn't he be? Oh, I, my dad, because again, like my parents are really big in the church yeah. and my dad had this cross medallion and like growing up, I see like saw people wearing crosses, people doing terrible shit, wearing crosses, stuff like that. And I'm sure. sitting there like the cross, was that a torture device? Yes, yeah, other instrument people of died death. on the cross. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Why are we? And I mean, like, it didn't dawn on me because they were wearing the cross. It was because I saw the cross with Jesus on it on my dad's medallion. Like, it had Jesus on it, and it felt yeah. so morbid to me. It's weird, right? As a what do you kid, think about it? I'm like, uh, uh, the fuck? Yeah, when you yeah. think about it, it's really bizarre. <laughs> like the the people in church love to say like the devil will always like sneak into the church without you knowing and shit yeah. like that. I'm like, well, you guys think pentagrams and the upside down cross are evil, but the cross itself is pretty goddamn bad. Yeah, well, <laughs> like imagine to be more like not it's not really modern, I guess now, but like imagine if he was hung and like people just walked around with a little well, the noose, noose with Jesus hanging on it. <laughs> From their neck. Hey, some people believe Jesus was black, <laughs> and if he was in America, yeah, if he was in America in the uh, the late nineteenth century, <laughs> definitely actually, would have been the case. And what's just what's really funny is that hanging is actually really popular around the world. Like, it's actually probably one of the most popular like ways yeah. of execution, yeah. possible torture and execution. So yeah, you well, would it think is. that we were one step away. Just one butterfly landing on a flower away from, <laughs> from the that noose being the case. Being <laughs> I just picture day. people with little nooses around their neck with Jesus hanging from it. It'd be so weird. That would make for so a good I, Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be a good Twilight. Maybe Jordan Peele's uh, Twilight Zone. Oh, that, I think that shit got canceled. Oh, yeah, he's oh, still did doing it. Get canceled? It? I thought it got canceled. Maybe it did. I don't I don't I watch TV. Did. I just know it was a while ago I heard about it, then I didn't hear shit about it after. Yeah, they did. Two seasons, I want to say. I watched both seasons, and they were they're okay. okay. I mean, Jordan Peele's phenomenal filmmaker, so I I guess yeah. I expect them to be a little better the the episodes than they were, but they weren't bad. They're okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple really good ones. I guess I don't know. I think we we nostalgia gets us to think back to the original Twilight Zone and make it better than maybe it actually was. I haven't watched it in a while. Um, I went yeah, through. I, I think you I never watched watching. it. 
I stopped watching Twilight Zone when Forrest Whitaker was the host. That was years ago. Yeah, the the original 50s Twilight Zone when I worked for Suncoast Video and we were getting ready to shut down. It was this weird like month-long period where they they were closing the store, so we were liquidating. So we didn't really have anything to do and we just online we did this we did this when the store was regularly open too we just would put put stuff on on the overhead uh tvs so we watched like the entire series of twilight zone on box set we watched like every simpsons that that was out at the time i think they only had like eight seasons out at the time on dvd but we watched uh uh south park it was (laughs) it was pretty funny you walk into a suncoast video with your kids and there's like south park on we didn't care um but man yeah the original twilight zone when i would watch i couldn't believe how good they were in hindsight. And then it was on, uh, there's a couple episodes on the other night I was watching uh, and I was watching them with my daughter and, uh, and my wife. And it was an episode where there was a throwback. Uh, it was took place in the fifties. Obviously the show was in the fifties and the guy went back in time to like the late 1800s. Yeah. And uh, they changed it. So there was like title cards on the screen and stuff. Like it was like early, early 20th century film. Mm-hmm. You know, where they it was all silent and we had we were explaining everything to her and we were saying it's funny because that's supposed to be the past for, for the show. Yeah. But the show's taking place almost 70 years ago or 70 years ago at this point. So the present in the show is way, way in the past for us. So it's really weird for us to see 70 years in the past is supposed to be the present. And then they're looking 50 years before that. And it's crazy because the 50 years before that is actually closer in time to uh, the actual you know 50s to us now so it was just it was just a weird she was like blown away like what the hell is going on <laughs> i remember hanging out with my friend speaking of like time displacement um hanging out with my friend um we were younger and he was really into um lost in space okay and yep. my dad was was like hey it's coming up on um on sci-fi on the sci-fi channel you know when they spelt it correctly Yep. And, um, or spelled it correctly. Spelled Instead of Siffy? Yeah. Siffy. <laughs> um, Why did they do that? To sound, to, to kind of just be like cool. I guess they had a new CEO. They were going in another direction. So they decided to say, well, we're going to show a lot of retarded movies. So let's just make a retarded spelling for it. And yes, I'm not trying to be offensive by saying retarded. It's just, I'm, yes, I am. I'm being offensive. I don't care. Well, um, in the time, it, they, they would have said that. They probably would have at the time. But um, regardless, someone's at the front porch doorbell. <laughs> oh, uh, thanks. Someone's Alexis at my front porch doorbell. Let's Google. Google. You know, I hate I hate when people drop off packages and ring my doorbell. It drives me crazy. You don't have to ring the doorbell when you're dropping off a package. All you do is make make my dog bark and make me think I have to go answer the door because someone's there, which yeah, just makes I me even angrier. You have a dog and they probably rang the doorbell before the dog went bark, bark, bark. Yeah, but they never ring the doorbell. Every once in a while, somebody decides to ring the doorbell, and it drives me crazy. Different beliefs. I don't care. Don't ring my doorbell. I don't have I don't... a doorbell. They just drop a package right at my door, so when I You're open it, I can't smarter. open it. You're a lot smarter. The dog's going to bark in the background, folks. Sorry, I'm going to keep talking over the, the, it. It drives me crazy, because when I hear the doorbell, I think someone's at the door, and then I'm like, oh, i got to go into the door, and somebody's going to be there, and I'm going to have to get rid of them somehow. Because, you know, there's never anybody at the door. <laughs> like, when you show up, I know you're coming. And I, I could, it says, you know, my camera says a vehicle in the driveway. And I go, oh, okay, yeah. he's here. So I know. Yourself. So if my doorbell rings, it's not somebody I'm expecting most of the time. And yeah. it's usually, 
I don't say that. I'm trying to think of the past. I think one of my kids, my my kids, one of the neighbor's kids was selling Girl Scout cookies once. Every once in a while, you get the the Jehovah's and I just go, I worship the devil. They only stop if they see the car in my driveway. And oh, I got pulled in the my garage. Windows are open during the day because that's a house rule that I have to follow. Um, they can see. Wait, me. What do you mean? Uh, well, my wife wants me to open all the windows. Oh, okay, got it. You know, let let natural light in and you know get disinfect by nature, whatever. I was like, I thought I was like, you don't have an HOA. <laughs> Who's telling you you have to open the windows? My boss. But um, <laughs> they they'll see my car. And they'll come up to the door, and I guess they try to use their new recruits with me, because I recognize usually only one person every time. Oh, okay. They're bringing somebody along with them? Yeah, and I, the last time they did it, I had to run out to my kitchen, because I'm just, my anxiety has been so high recently, I can't do human interaction well. And I kind of like ran into the back, and was like peeking out, I was like, cat, be quiet. Because my cat's <laughs> meowing at me to give him a treat. No one's like, here. No. My house is small. They can see me. See, you got to get a Nest doorbell because they have like the automated responses. You could just go into the app and hit a button and it'll be like, go away. <laughs> I don't know. what the, I don't think they say go away. I've never tried them before. Oh, it's got to be more evil. And then they'll run and think it's um, think you're the but devil. Back to, to Lost in Space really quick. So one thing I didn't know with the original Lost in Space when do you know what time that was supposed to have taken place no no clue because if i'm not mistaken i remember my friend telling me while we were watching it and i think we remember watching it with my dad it was the year 2000 yeah that makes sense i could see that it was year 2000 when my friend and i were watching it and we're going wow they just thought the future was going to be fucking amazing in like 30 years (laughs) i know (laughs) well I think anything like uh, pre-2000, like a good 30, 40 years out, yeah. that was like the year 2000 was like, oh, the that. year, that's the future. It's the turn of the millennium. It's the future. And then as it's creeped toward uh, the the date, we started realizing, oh, things aren't going to change all that much. No, <laughs> the, the only thing that happened is that my beeper turned into a cell phone and that cell phone is just getting smaller. It even got worse because... Um, I think Mega Man did it the best. Every every Mega Man took place during the year twenty XX. So oh yeah, that's right. Don't know what the other the no, other numbers are. They should have done like two XXXX. XXX. Oh, that just been weird. <laughs> just that made it really nebulous. Redacted. Just left <laughs> or the three thousand. You got to go like way out. Like when like, the medium's going to be no long dead. Anybody can prove you wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like there's my daughter actually asked the other day when the earth was going to end. And I was like, I I don't know. You know what? (laughs) Billions of years from now. I've answered a similar question to my son who doesn't give a shit. And I was just like, hopefully not in your lifetime. Yeah, that's a good answer. answer. So I decided the other day I need a new style. You should help me with this. I need to fix my style because I used to when I was like 20, I had greats. I wore like khakis and like nice sweaters and i always tried to look really clean cut and like just well dressed and then i kind of started wearing jeans at one point i refused to wear jeans i wouldn't wear anything but khakis because i was like okay they look khakis make you look like you're you're together and then i started wearing jeans and but then i was i was cool i'd wear jeans with like a blazer and a t-shirt or jeans with like uh, a sweater over a collared shirt and it was fine 
And then eventually I started wearing sweatpants and I was like, ah, these are more comfortable. <laughs> I just was like, ah, I'm not going to wear anything but sweatpants. And then I got into hoodies and now I look like uh, the, a football coach on the sidelines now. I mean, just... <laughs> you're the only guy I know that wears a Kangol hat. That's not my dad. These hats? So, I mean, like, or the cabbie hat. Some, like, I I tried in high school. It was like, nope. I like I tried it. a lot of looks in high school. I've got a lot of uh, these Irish looking caps because, you know, I, I don't have hair. So I've got to keep my head covered when I can. And my hair is really long and bad right now. So that's why I'm wearing, wearing a hat today. I'm going for a haircut tomorrow. And, you either uh, have no hair or your hair is too long. Which one is it? Stop lying to the audience. Well, the hair I do have, <laughs> the hair I do have is too long. Oh, we didn't talk about the Manscaped. Yeah, yeah I was gonna ask because well, quick, the, quick, that so, yeah, I got, terrifying. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work out my style. I ordered, I ordered a blazer and I ordered some, uh, some, some button up. Sh- I think here's the style I think I'm gonna go a for. Blazer. That's that's formal wear. That's not just style. no, no, like not a blazer, a sport coat, like a sport coat. Okay, you know, fine. I used to wear. I told you, I used to wear a t-shirt with a sport coat over. It was yeah, but you a also nice wore casual... a lot of khakis. Like. I'm sorry. Well, those with a hey a blazer with a with like a graphic tee and some jeans that's a good look. <laughs> I mean, also you have to dress for your weight. Like I have a hard time finding clothes because I don't dress for my weight. Well, no, I that's true. Dress and like I, how I did in the army. I'm keeping that in mind, and I'm thinking I was thinking maybe button up short sleeve shirts, but I'll leave like the top few buttons unbuttoned so my chest hair sticks out a little bit. Just really lean into this old uh, middle agedness. <laughs> my wife, I told my wife that and she just looked at me and was like. And I was like, and a shark tooth necklace. <laughs> as long as you don't wear a button up like that with like khaki shorts and Crocs. <laughs> no, that's bad. I that even, be, even I know that's, that's bad. That's when you fully gave up into like the dad dome. Yeah, even I know that that's bad. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. So Manscaped. So this is a little out of order because we aired the episode after I got it first. And then we aired the episode where we talked about it. And I said I was going to get it. So now I've I've used so so I got it and the picture I sent you was very accurate, dude. I sent I sent Joaquin a text message. I was like, "This is my this is my results summary." It was just a picture of somebody lifting some lasagna out of a pan, <laughs> oh, which bothers me because one, I swear by mine. So, okay, that's cool. So, no, no, I get it. So I and I literally just showered and I. Okay, so this is the first time I ever thought of a man while I was in the shower. Because you came up while I was in the shower because I'm using my Manscaped. I'm like, how the fuck did he... And I'm, like, shaving myself, calculating. How did he... How sensitive is his balls? Well, okay, first off... So now I get get my answer. I started with just the the regular upper area, and it was snagging on everything. It wasn't long. It wasn't even like it was that long. It was just snagging nonstop. Kept snagging, kept pulling. driving me nuts. And then trying to get down there, dude, it just kept nicking my sack you over and over must have again. Got a really bad head, like the maybe the head because the heads are interchangeable. Like you, you can get rid of right. Them. Yeah, I've seen um, that. I don't know if you have the same the same model as I do because no, I have, I have the newer one because they have oh, the four point okay. That's what they yeah, had available because I have the three. I think I have the, the three I think that's what you said. Yeah, but um, because if it's snagging at all. Then the the head is bad, which I would it must be. I would complain because that just that's. Now, nah, dude, I'm done. I already returned it, and I okay. got a different one. And the diff that I got, I I forget the brand. It was like a, a something a man's man spot. I think Man-o. that's what it's called. And that one okay. works good. 
That one, well, no, not good. Superman does good, brother. <laughs> I do well. Uh, that's from Thirty Rock. Um, no, I, I, uh, I, I used that one. And it was much better. It, okay. I didn't have really. I, I still. So, you gotta be. You gotta do it the right way too. Oh you know, yes, that, that yeah, absolutely. So, so I don't know. Maybe part of my technique was off in the first. The first. But time. I was just I like because again, I shave my head and my my no no area. And I shave everything like you know, no. with with the manscape, and I wash it, and I do the other parts, and I'm just like, maybe I have it just down. Yeah, you but probably just have it down. I just i I've only nicked myself when I first got it, okay, which so obviously just, happened to you. Yeah, but again, I've never shaved that area before. Yeah, it was bad, dude. It was like, and I would have like when you sent me that, that haunted my dreams for a bit. <laughs> Dude, I nicked myself. I I would have to wait to get the explanation. It was at least five times I nicked myself. Oh my god! It was just bleeding. Like I don't blame (laughs) you for not doing it, for not keeping it, but I am very upset that I swore by it and you tried it and it went wrong. No, I mean the more the more uh, we talk about it, maybe my technique just needed to improve. Because, like I said, the second time I did it with the newer one. It was a lot better. You also probably more careful. So, like, yeah, that's true. I was probably more careful. It was going a little slower. Because I like, you know, it has the light on it, so you can see, like. Yeah, I liked going. that. I did like um, that. I, I dip it know, right in the water to clean it to off. Clean it. Yeah. Uh, um, the the new one I got is a little slimmer too, yeah, so it's actually which, a little easier to get around. Which I know once my manscape like dies, I might just get a whole n- different one just to try yeah. something new. I just but. Right now, I've had it for over a year now. Um, Well, actually, I think it's almost been two years since I had my vasectomy. and That's when you started using it? That's when I got it. Oh, okay. Because I, they didn't, they were just like, you need to shave down there. I was like, oh. Okay. I always picture like I you always see uh, on TV when somebody's going for surgery they shave they do it for them like they they yeah shave for them I, I refuse to trust that ever again after my <laughs> appendix oh yeah that's true All right. I refuse All right. like fair enough I know like they're not going to shave it for the appendix but you think they would shave it when they have to stick the adhesive down on that area and they were like no see, look at all those pubes blanket it fucking put it all over you know what we need more tape let's just no let's just tape up his entire ball and sack area just so it's just penis and just a little nub of skin sticks out let's just do that <laughs> oh, like can't get let's just rip it all off <laughs> but yeah uh manscape was not up to my satisfaction but in fairness may have just been a little may have been my speed and technique was off you just shave your head just i, I just need to be a little a little more casual a little slower a little more careful but the new one seems okay so we'll, you're using we'll it like a leather strap like an, like an old school barber <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus oh, christ no. just whip my, my headphones out oh okay i thought oh see I, anyway i thought that you dropped your drink no, that would have I would have been cursing if I dropped my drink. Very true. Um, I want to talk about uh, we touched on this I think previously NHL Pride Night. Uh, we we touched on it previously when there was a I think there was a couple players that didn't want to do it, and uh, now I guess the NHL is considering based on fan response and team response, player response, just completely doing away with uh, Pride Night. And at first, I kind of thought to myself, "Oh, come on, like this is bullshit." Uh, you get paid a lot of money, just do it. But I started thinking about it and I, I was kind of like, 
why do they do it to begin with? Like, what's really the point? It's it's a marketing gimmick, right? I mean, that's, the whole that's point. Exactly why? <laughs> it's just for marketing. It's just to say, hey, uh, uh, LGBTQ plus community, uh, we're we're a sport that's open to you guys. Come and enjoy our sport. Like, that's literally what it's for. It's a marketing yeah. gimmick. It's not. It's not for anything else. And then I started thinking about. It, I was like, well, what is Pride Month? Pride Month is a month for the community to celebrate their identity. Yep. And and enjoy it. So so Push back against hate. That's what it's supposed right. to be. Right. So if it's if it's uh okay, so that brings another element into it to push back against hate. But it's it's their so the NHL is not full of uh that community. I don't know if there's any openly gay or anything players. So why are you appropriating the month for your uh, marketing okay. anyway? So it's sort of like you could say that for Pepsi, McDonald's, um, and I know it's it's still like a commodity that's bought. So you don't you still know that there might be people of the LGBTQ plus community that watch the NHL, and so they're they're trying to do the wink. We have your back, sure, and which is garbage. I mean, it's with, garbage. And any like I I hate seeing articles that say you know it's great to see because I'm like no they're, they're advertising like everything else is just advertising yeah that's i mean like like and, i said that's exactly what it is and more people are okay with a welcoming like community than they are of a restrictive community that's why for instance um furries that furry community online is so goddamn big because they just yeah. accept everybody good bad or indifferent um Whereas, like, the church is getting smaller and smaller because they are a restrictive, by nature, culture. And and so these companies, be it sports teams, be it, you know, clothing brands, whenever they, like, sport a rainbow and say, like, you know, we're pushing for this, that literally would go only as far as their numbers allow them to. That's true. I... So, I- I was trying to think of it the other day, and I'm, but I'm like, okay, so they, and what do they even do? They they go out for their warm ups wearing rainbow jerseys. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's probably like the most minimalistic shit. Yeah, it's nothing. But and then and then at the same time, I was like, well, what, what if I put on a dashiki for, and ran outside for Black Pride month? It was like, <laughs> oh, Black Pride, yeah, right. Like, I would pay for that, but I'm doubt. <laughs> I feel like I would just be paying your funeral costs. Yeah, I, but isn't that the same uh, general concept? Like. <laughs> it, it, it kind of is. I mean, <laughs> it's stupid for, for me. And I, I said this to, you know, I, I was debating with one of my um, my, my friends um, who's in the LGBTQ community. It was kind of funny because we were just kind of joking. And I was like, I've been to the gay pride parade for like two years because I was in college and, I you know, I'm supporting my friends. Sure. And, um, you know, there were there were guys like people dressed up as like penises and in their underwear and they're like, but also toting like family friendliness. So I just thought it was kind of weird. I was, I didn't have kids or anything like that. So I didn't think on, on like the dad level. And I just thought on the, that's awkward level. Uh huh. Um, but then I was like, my problem that I have, like, I'm all for it, but I don't like the theatricality of it. And I know like gay and theatricality, you want to put in the same bubble if you want to stereotype. But yeah, for me, I'm going for me like it's like me going to the million man march with a bucket of chicken watermelon purple drink tank on my back with yeah i get it I that, yeah black history <laughs> yeah like you know being fucking yeah. ridiculous 
like that's a minstrel show. Going around talking about gay pride, being dressed up like a penis or something, that's being a minstrel, essentially, for your, like, you're being cartoonish. No, I, I, I guess you're right. I guess I, you're right. I want you to be, the pride, The word pride is, like, being co-opted by generally anybody who um, wants to make a mockery of something without knowing that that's what they're doing. I, I'm I not get saying, what you mean. I'm not saying it's on purpose. But I'm saying that some people want to go so extreme that it loses its meaning. No, that and makes sense. I feel a lot of these companies lean very heavily into that, especially with like the Gen the Gen Z like commercials where you get these tone deaf commercials like, you know, stop war and you get a Kardashian putting a flower in a fucking gun barrel or some stupid shit, then giving a Coke that to Pepsi commercial. Yeah, giving yeah. a Coke to an authoritarian like soldier. That commercial is so and bad. Like, yeah, Coca Cola everything, everything about it. better. No, be clear. It was Pepsi. Pepsi fucked up. I don't up give shit. a fuck. It's I do. I like Coca-Cola. It was drug water. <laughs> like, like we get tone deaf shit like that all the time because yeah, it's tone deaf. Really, they're they're going well. You know that's what it is. That's why Disney is constantly putting in minorities in their live action films and acting like it's a big fucking deal. Um, and like putting like you know, and I mean minority as in like gay gays gay or uh, straight nash um racial whatever it be right yep. um they're always constantly doing it yet they turn the most minuscule character into these old stories gay and then push them in the background or yeah they're, and they want to be rewarded for it yeah their big gay moments having two like off characters kiss like <laughs> a, a gay couple kiss in the buzz lightyear movie yep um we get small like small shit like that but it gets celebrated so big so they can just do the bare fucking minimum yeah that's exactly the bare fucking minimum and that's kind of how i felt celebrated by the people who make a minstrel show of yeah you know the pride of just being an accepted human being because that's what the pride should be in not just being a fucking gay human being black human being asian human being it should be being a human being that's accepted yeah that's well put to overall society yeah, that it's very well put, and that just brings me back to I. The more I started thinking about it, I was like, "Fuck it, just don't do it anymore. Don't do it." If if you're if people are gonna make such a big fucking deal out of it, and you're doing the bare minimum anyway, and it's all just a marketing gimmick, it has nothing to do with actually celebrating uh, uh, acceptance. Fuck it, just don't fucking do it. And then I was I I don't think I don't think any other sports even have something similar. So it's like um, I think no, what was it football? They do I know they do the breast cancer. Do they like pink? Well, that's that's helmet. different though. No, no, no. I I know. I'm trying to think of the other things that they do. They do that. I mean, they'll do armed forces, which you know, armed forces is different. That's that's yeah. a, a that's a, a a thank you. Hey, thank you for we're yeah, going to recognize your service. We're recognizing your service yeah. and your sacrifice and. And that's a completely different thing, I think, than yeah. saying, hey, we accept your community. I think they're yeah, too- I, I, doubt I hate they're saying we accept your cancer community. I know well, that's get, not what it they is. They get compared, though. Like, <laughs> I've seen comparisons. Well, you, you do Armed Forces Night, you know. Well, that's not the same thing. It's a very yeah, different concept. And, I, and unfortunately, being part of the Armed Forces is quite literally a necessary evil. Because you could say, well, I'm against war. Yeah. A lot of people who are actually, like, in the military aren't really for war. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't think they're for being put in. Well, I yeah, don't want like, to be for being put in war zones. Fucking blown up or see yeah, our friends yeah. die. Only the right. real psychopaths or idiots want that. Right. In Makes reality, is like, look, one life put us put me in this path to do this thing, but two, when you really see it, like 
the whole world does not con- go by the way we do things. No, so you need some kind of protection. Yeah, we're seeing that more and more these days too. It's uh, it's crazy, but anyway, yeah, yeah. I I just I went from like I'll get over yourselves to you know what? Fuck it. Just don't even fucking do it. Who cares? Yeah. You're not doing it for the right reasons. Who cares? Whatever. Well, the more we put a spotlight on anything, again, being any human difference, is the less time we're going to have to have it be normalized. Because No, that's a very good special. point. Yeah, the more you call it out, uh, the less likely it is to be normalized and just be accepted part of culture yeah. if you keep calling out. So I guess it, it could yeah. do harm in that I, way. I kind of feel like we should just constantly be calling out bad things like the KKK. Like... That yeah, is let's, something you let's just constantly call out. They'll but, never be normalized that way because yeah. most people who are in the KKK don't want to be affiliated openly. Let's just have fuck the Nazis night. Yeah, <laughs> just do something like know, that, just, you know? Shit like that. Let's see how that works. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was just... Make, just making I, jokes of them all night. It was just interesting because it just was turning around in my head for a couple days and I just eventually was just like, uh, this is just fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. Um. So it is what it is. So I... Uh, we didn't talk about this ahead of time. We got we got a, a, a listener mail. So should we do that early? Should we do that at the end? What do you think? I feel like maybe we should do listener mail right before we get to the complaining. That's a good idea. I think we could do it that way. Like it's a good button. Yeah, we probably this is a, right in the middle of our podcast. We're just discussing our <laughs> production schedule here. <laughs> well, this is how good, organized good planning. We are. I actually, Matt yeah, this is good planning. Organized. I am not at all. We have some organization. Hey, this is gonna be this is gonna be like our third or fourth week in a row with an episode. We're, I, we're improving. See, now that you said that, we're gonna miss like a whole month now. Thanks. No, no, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not gonna do that. Uh, do you? Anything else you wanted to, to talk about before we get into our topic or yeah, mail I or whatever? And your Kangol hat disappeared. Did I make you feel self conscious? No, I start getting hot. It's it's hot in here. I got all sweaty. <laughs> And I'm wearing, I'm wearing, oh, this is, oh, I forgot to mention, I, uh, I got this extra, it's a 2XL hoodie that they sent me by accident from Google. Okay. I wanted an XL, I, I ordered an XL blue and they sent me a 2XL in gray. Okay. And I was happy about the gray because I actually wanted gray, but they didn't have that in my size. And they said 2XL and it's so big, it makes me feel good. Like, it, I'm like, <laughs> it this is so like big on me. It feels like boyfriend's shirt. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. I feel, I'm move. like, oh, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm not a big dude. I got, look how big this is on me. It's so roomy. Like I'm wearing a parachute, but you know, it's roomy. <laughs> oh, see, but it feels good. Funny. So I'm, oh, how's it going? No, I was, I was just gonna say it feels good, and I think I might I might try out ex, uh, two big hoodies, zip up hoodies for a while. Let's see if I like that style. See, I don't, I really don't like wearing like clothes that are too big, but um, I love it. I I was never like the big person in a relationship because of how short I am, and my wife, who is sh- shorter than me, when she puts on her two inch heels, becomes my height and or a little taller, and. It bothers me so much when she's wearing like my jacket really? and her heels, and then she wants to hold my hand. Like it makes me feel completely emasculated and almost does it almost makes me want to go red pill. <laughs> See, I segued. Oh, good, good segue. Except we got to do mail first. I know. Shit. I, <laughs> I right. thought about it after I said it, but I was like, I'm I'm too far into the stupid story. <laughs> No, that was good. Let's just let's just pretend that we put a pin in that. We'll segue in with our our terrible mail. Once in a while, we receive some mail, and it comes to us in the mail. Sometimes we will read the mail to you. 
So listen, it's time for the fail. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> I was I was just bored last night, and I was done working. It was like eight o'clock, and I I was I was like, oh, we have an email we got to read. So I, I was fucking around with that. And my daughter came in and she was trying to give me advice on how to make it better. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's not going to get better. I was, we were playing around with a little bit and adding stuff. And it, believe it or not, there are worse versions. So we got an email from Aaron, uh, a listener. I'm going to read this out loud if I can read today. Uh, it's about splash pages on websites. He says, splash pages on websites when surfing the net from a desktop or laptop and maybe a tablet are slightly irritating but tolerable. But splash pages on websites when surfing the net on your phone is fucking annoying. Oh my I, God, yes. I get it that these websites <laughs> need to yes. make money through advertising, but Christ Jesus, when the splash page takes up 90% of the phone screen and the size of the cross to close it is about the width of two ridges of a fingerprint, it does not make me want to revisit said site. Even more annoying is when said cross does not manifest itself until five second countdown timer finishes. I've noticed this shit is getting incrementally worse. We don't want to go back to the horror years of the late 90s and early thousands, 2000s, when our screen was sprayed with half a dozen browser windows every time you opened Netscape or IE4. Old man rant over, and that's from Aaron. Yeah, uh, totally agree with you, Aaron. And I got, I've, so here's the, the beautiful thing. You're asking a web developer about this. So I've got some insight for you. I also fucking hate splash screens. Now there's two, there's one, one thing I hate most about splash screens is when I go to a site and this is just a silly thing. When I go to a site, a splash screen comes up with like, uh, get 25% off your first order. If you sign up for email, and I'm like, no, fuck that. And I close it. And then I go, Oh wait, I actually do want to order something. How do I get back to that offer? And I can't it is fucking gone. find it. It is fucking it's gone. gone. <laughs> so first off, you fuckers, figure out a way to make sure I can get back to that offer if you're going to put it up on my screen. Now, splash screens are are an incredibly irritating thing that clients like to ask for all the time because they think they're useful and for no reason. It's like a splash screen that says, uh, download our app. And and I try really hard to to dissuade them. I'll be like, "Well, why don't we just put like a, a banner alert at the top of the screen?" Go ahead. Uh, no, I got a I got a little insight for you cuz I was going to college for um business and that was one of my um web development You talked about splash advertising was one uh, of them. The reason why all your clients ask for that is not because they think somebody will click it. No. Is because the opportunities there for one accidental clicks because once it sure. gets a click-through rate, that's what but it that's, is. Two, but that's for an ad. But but even just for an ad, for a splash screen, because even if it's not something that you want to get, they're not looking necessarily for you to buy that thing. And they think, well, even if you're one step closer, you're one step closer to buying that thing no matter what. So they would rather irritate you into just going, oh, fuck it, I'm going to buy it. Okay. That, that's, I get that. Now, but but from from a marketing standpoint, when you see the the full screen ads and shit that pop up, and they have those little mm -hmm. tiny buttons that never work, that's just to inflate. Yeah, that, that's just to fucking fuck with you. Yeah, that's so really they can get 
they get a bunch of fucking bullshit clicks and then they can go yeah. back to their client and say, oh, your click through rate was 5%. Mm-hmm. So good because it's completely inflated. And then if you look at the, the time on site or the interactions on site after that, it's there's just, nothing. It's nothing. It's just shit. Absolutely. But yeah. they don't tell you that. I mean, I can't tell you how many times people have come to me with campaigns and they're like, oh, we spent $5,000 this month on this campaign. Can you tell us what this report means? And I read it and I go, yeah, it's uh, just a bunch of bullshit they came up with to make you think it's doing well. Yeah. <laughs> it happens all the time. Um, um, just opened Excel, let it calculate on its own a bunch of nonsense, and yeah. just gave oh, it to you. They, they'll go <laughs> and they'll say, oh, you had uh, 37 leads this month. And then they, they break it down into categories that the client has no idea what the hell they are. And I go, oh, yeah, the, none of those were related to your campaign. They're telling you yeah. you had 37 uh, leads generated, but none of them were generated through the campaign you spent $5,000 on. They just aren't telling you that. They just, yeah. they're just, it's lying by omission. They just, they make yeah, you think Yeah, that's really that, what it is. That's literally yeah. what it is. So that's a different story. Now the splash screens, they come and I'll say, well, um, okay, if you want to do a splash screen, fine, let's just let's just cookie the user so it only shows up once and then the next visit doesn't. And they'll go, no, 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 I want it to pop up every time they come to the site. Uh, okay, well, well, why don't we cook them for the session so it only comes up once? No, no, I want it on every page they go to. I want. I don't know why they come up with these ideas and think it's a good it's a good concept because they're not um, planning on even going to the website. They're never going to open that website. It's no, not but for- I mean. They well, not the client, but I'll, I'll, they'll come and be like, oh, can you put a, a splash screen for our app? And I'm like, no one's going to download your app insurance company. No yeah. one's going to download your, your local no, insurance company app. insurance website or they call. Yeah. It's, uh, like nobody. <laughs> I could, I mean, I could spend an entire podcast talking about client stories and the dumb shit they ask me to do and how I desperately try to talk them out of it. And eventually I just give it and say, all right, fuck it. And then they come back to me later and wonder why something's wrong. And I say, it's because of that dumb fucking thing you asked me to do. Um, but yeah, man, I feel, I feel your pain. I absolutely despise splash screens on phones. You're right. The button yeah. is incredibly hard to click on. Oh, and also, a lot of times there could be conflicts with CSS and JavaScript that fucks up the click. I was about to face. say on the phone, and, and the phone yeah. can't read that. Yep. And like you try to click the X, and the actual touch spot uh, where it's it's triggered is like an inch below it by accident, not even on purpose. So <laughs> it I, just I totally fucks quick, with people. I have a quick story with a splash screen because of um, what this week, no, last week, last week, um, I had an error with Outlook. And so for my job, I have to open Outlook and I had to go to this meeting on, on okay. team meets. And, teams? And, Microsoft Teams? Yeah, Teams. Microsoft oh, Teams. that is the worst so app. I have to use the Microsoft Authenticator to uh, – <laughs> and I don't have access to the re- password reset that goes straight to – the um it guys <laughs> this is so smart it's well well done set up boy. but i have to set it up so i i download teams i can't open it because i have to open the authenticator i open the authenticator it's grayed out like, okay that sucks so then i go in my i go to reset the password this is how i found out it gets it and i don't i go to reset the password nothing shows up shows up in my email so i was told hey you know what Maybe you should just uninstall and reinstall Microsoft on the authenticator. That's what I do. Now I can't see my account. <laughs> I go to log in. The authenticator then says, use the authenticator to get the get the code from the authenticator to open the authenticator. <laughs> I know I said authenticator like five times. No, that's this the way, way it works. It this is the way it works. Me. So yeah. okay. Um change do you want to change your password? Yeah, I'll change my password and then I'll be able to get in. Change my password logs me out of my email so now i can't log into my email 
And then and you try to log the authenticator in once again to, to get into the email. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but the authenticator is not working because they don't have the accounts to the authenticator. So then it says, go to the website, my company website, and they have a fucking splash screen. <laughs> For what? And I have to use it on my phone because I'm in my car a town away. I can't use my laptop. And my laptop oh, already worse. doesn't have my information. Oh, you're trying to do this shit on a phone in a car too? <laughs> and it's raining outside. I'm just And I'm just trying to get into my store. Because if I don't go into the store, I have to go in the store and then I have to log in. I can't log in because I can't get my email. <laughs> so I am desperate. I called my boss. He's in a meeting. So I he hasn't gotten back to me. I'm doing it. And now I'm fucking around with the splash screen. And it would pop up. Every tab I went to, so I would hit back and it would bring me back and then the splash screen to come up again. Right exactly where you said when I was tapping was not where it was going. So I, I thought I was being a smart person and I opened Chrome and I went, okay, load de- load as desktop. desktop mode. Yep. It stretched the splash screen outside <laughs> of my phone's um That's just poor limits. development. That's poor development, boys. And I was like, I I can't I like I was in my car. I swear there was an old lady sitting next to me watching me scream, shaking the hell out of my wind my steering See, wheel. You went farther than me. Nervous breakdown. I just get to the point. I go, you know what? Fuck this, and I'm done. I I literally <laughs> I was, had I had uh, a, this a very similar problem yesterday. I was trying to make a change to uh, with my business. Uh, I use Google Workspace for my business accounts, and I was okay. trying to make a change to a Google Ads account. And it popped up and said, you need to authenticate yourself with 2FA. And it wanted to connect to my phone, which is a new thing. I have um, I have 2FA turned on with, I have a Titan key. So there's okay. it's a little keychain thing. And it can connect via Bluetooth, NFC, or USB to authenticate. Right. It didn't ask for that. It said it wanted to connect to my phone. So try to connect my phone. My phone pops up, says, do you want to uh, you know, authenticate? And I click yes. And then it says <clears throat> it couldn't find... I don't know what it said. Any sessions for uh, for Google on my phone? I said, I have three Google accounts on my phone. I don't know why it's not working. So then I said, try another way. And then it said, okay, press yes on your on your phone or tablet. And I clicked the button and it only sent it to my Pixel tablet, which is like six years old and sits on my nightstand oh instead my of all, instead of my phone. And in the settings, it says it's supposed to send it to like all of your devices. I checked the settings to make sure I had it set it up right. Only set it to one. Only set it to one. And it says in the screen, only sent it to your Pixel tablet. I wouldn't send it to anything else. It wasn't giving me an option to uh, send me a text message because a lot of times it gives you text yourself a code. And then yeah. it, the only other thing it gave me was I could go into the Google settings app on my phone and get a one-time passcode. So I did that. And then I typed in the passcode. It told me the code was wrong. And I again, I just went, which, fuck this. And I closed oh it. God, I was so angry. Fucking nuts. I tried four different authentication messages. None of them worked. And it wouldn't give me the, the easy one, the text message. I don't know why it wouldn't give it to me. Uh, so I gave up and I just said, fuck it. In fact, I still have to do that. I didn't, I didn't actually do what I needed to do on the account. Uh, cause I gave up. Yeah. I, I can't fucking stand it. Um, but yeah, thank you for that email guys. Send us more emails. Tell us more things that you hate and, uh, feel free to complain. We like complaining. And yeah, I think we went it, on for like 11 minutes about that. <laughs> yeah. See what you did there, Aaron? You gave us a lot of 11 minutes of material. Um, all right, we're going to get into our topic here. If I could find the right thing. there. It's time. To begin the complaining. 
Yeah, this week we are talking about, and I'm, we may change the title after when we actually go to post this, but we're going to talk about Red Pill Guys or- The Manosphere. The Manosphere or the Fuck. men's rights movement or whatever. So the reason this is a topic is because, I, I may have mentioned this on a previous uh, episode too, I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole. Uh, I was not feeling well like two weeks ago, I think it was, and I was having trouble sleeping and I just pulled my phone out. And I was going through TikTok, uh, not TikTok, YouTube shorts, actually. I wasn't using TikTok, mm. but I was using YouTube shorts and just kind of scrolling through videos. And it was like, you know, silly meme videos and they were making me laugh and stuff. And then uh, one came up of this guy. And I don't remember the first one I saw, but it's it's this guy who hosts a podcast where he brings in local women. And from my my continued hate watching I found out he he goes on like Tinder or Bumble or some one of the dating apps to find these women. And then I guess contacts him, says, hey, do you want to come on my podcast? And then brings them into the studio and then has these conversations with him. Sometimes he has a, a co-host that's also a piece of shit like he is. Yeah. And he basically just shames them like as much as possible and brings up uh, a quality bullshit that makes no sense. Did you see what he looked like? Yeah, uh, well, this so so a bunch of them. No, are, no, I, I, I'm not making fun of the way he looks. I'm just saying is I'm don't know if it's who you if I'm thinking the same person he, you're thinking. He's he's a white dude with okay. uh, kind of short hair, a little bit of a beard. Uh, was wearing like a a, a plaid collared button okay, up not shirt. Who I was thinking of. Well, there's a few different ones I, that I, I ended up finding. There's <laughs> another one. Uh, there's one with a a, a black dude with really short, uh, buzzed head. Mm-hmm. Uh. And that guy was like decent looking. Uh, I'm not making just, fun just, of the way they look. I'm no, I'm not bad looking dudes. I'm not making fun of the way they look either. But uh, but but uh, it's it's the incel community, which I feel like goes hand in hand with these people sometimes. Oh, yeah, they definitely. You you have a picture in your head. We well, have a picture in your audience. head, right, yeah. of an incel. And these guys, I mean, again, the, the, an incel can look like anything. So I'm stereotyping too. But in my head, the picture of an incel. Hey, these hey, guys hey, would, hey, hey! Every incel looks like they're very sad. <laughs> these guys look very sad they share it right on their fucking but sleeves i don't remember right uh the first one but he like the shit he was saying he's bringing up body count mm-hmm. and saying that men are supposed to have a high body count because they're young and virile and they want to we're, we're hunters we, we go out we, we get yes like we're supposed you to sound just like women and you know we, we're just we're trying to spread our seed to the most viable woman but the woman they like if they have a high body count they have low value they have low values and yeah, and they they, and all that shit. Yeah. they they don't have enough uh they don't they're not focused on commitment they're focused on on fucking and having look, fun they're look, not these, they're not looking for a man these assholes are people i got tired of when i was in college um because they're and i hate the fact that they're popular now but my whole shtick with that is these these are people who like myself and this is why re- reason why i get so upset about it um had traumatic events with women like in relationships that like affected them but instead of looking inward they started attacking outward yeah that and that's a very so good fucking clear insight. that's what they're doing it doesn't matter what they look like doesn't matter how much money they have because you know what when my when my girlfriend in college broke up with me because she's and this is what fucked me up she ended up sleeping with um the guy that hooked me and her up she, oh, okay she yeah that was him, so that messes with your head um i went in that mindset where i was just like fuck women Fuck women. I'm in love with money. I want to focus on money. I'm going to be like that. And then I went, no, you know what? She was just like, I was, the signs were there. 
I could have done better. But it took me about a year and a half to get through that. These people decided they're going to hold on to that feeling and then monetize other people who are hurt. Yeah, that's and exactly, that's what, exactly what they're fucking doing. Dude, some uh, I'm trying to think of other terrible examples. He's he's talking to a woman about uh, oh paying for dates, and she's like, oh, "Well, yeah, God. yeah, I like I like when the guy picks up check. Well, why should I pay for everything? Uh, shouldn't shouldn't no? He's why, why why should I pay? Should why shouldn't we split it? Why shouldn't you pay? Well, I'm just like I I don't know. I just I guess I'm a traditional girl. I like the man to pay for dinner. Oh, you're a traditional girl? Are you a virgin? What? No, are you a virgin? Or if you're a traditional girl, then you must yeah, have traditional call, values. Call and you don't sleep with. But he's just, but he's just bullshit. He's just, he's taking two things that are, don't necessarily equate each other and just putting them together. Like you have to have one without the other. But it does equate to the audience. The audience is oh, like, well. Uh, I know. Look, no, no, I know that. I'm and dining you. You owe me some pussy because that's all you really have value to. And that's your, his your point. value is like how well you, how, like if you have sex with me. Yeah, that's it. That was like, his point too. Just going on about that, talking to women and, and, uh. Uh, oh my god, just the amount of dumb fucking shit that was coming out of his mouth. And the thing that really pissed me off was it was very clear, both guys, the other guy too, the black guy and this this white guy, both of the guys, it was very clear to me that they went out and they found not dumb women, not unprepared. dumb. Unprepared. Unprepared. Yep. Unprepared women who were not ready to come in and talk to this guy who all he does is spew this garbage yes and then just try to embarrass them and make them seem like fuck like sluts like mm -hmm. uh morons like and and just confuse the fuck out of them to prove make it seem like his, he had a valid point look because he'd make person, his point ask them and they weren't prepared so they're like i don't know what to say to this moron that's spewing this dumb bullshit because to what me. seems like would be common sense isn't common sense for him that right. you know these women these vagina owners are human beings yeah no they, and they, they have 100%. their own experiences and they're not a monolith no and, he and definitely doesn't see that way that. um but no because most of them like the in, it, being an incel like being frustrated with not like being able to get like sex or companionship or anything like that because usually it turns into shit i don't i'm not getting sex then fuck Nobody even wants me. Like I can't even get a, a straight companion. Like a I can companion see that with me. And well, fuck. You know, all women just seem to treat me the same way. Well, fuck. Now it's just like all these women think the same. They're all the same. All these women are the same. It doesn't matter what they look like because generally the way man men brains work, we're not super picky. We have pickiness with us. Right. Don't get us wrong. A guy can be picky, but generally in the the stereotype of what a man is, we're not picky. If a if a girl offers mostly a guy will go yeah huh and the likelihood of a woman doing that is the opposite <laughs> right, right um and that's the stereotype but they turn that into the gospel and yeah like, well it's just becomes what women are and then they these these fucking parasites come down they realize they recognize that pain and they go you know what i mean they're not as good looking at me you know i'm gonna make them think i'm cool by talking about all these sex stories i had because they're misogynists yeah. they're more yep. misogynists than they are incel because again their audiences are incels i don't oh, think these assholes are no they're not incels they are 100 yeah. percent. but they're or maybe they're not misogynists maybe no, it's they, all an act i don't know maybe it's just like you it, said even they if just, you're acting as a misogynist you're a misogynist if you are willing yeah. to do misogynist shit that's true that's true. you are a misogynist regardless no you're right like i like Look, I I'm not a racist, but I make Boy. sure to not have Jews near me at all. You see, like 
then you yeah. are a fucking racist. Right. No, you're right. Even you're right. Jew isn't a race, but I, it's, yeah, we, know we, what we get like <laughs> you get well, the to, point. Bring, to bring it back to your point where they're thinking you're right. That's it. They're, they're thinking, hmm, none of these women seem to like me. None of these women want to go out with me. It must be a problem with women as a whole that think this way instead of going, well, maybe I'm just not maybe I should putting shout. off the right vibe. But yeah, maybe I'm not putting off the right vibe to make somebody actually want to associate with me. They probably don't think about the fact they don't have any friends either that aren't well, no, like they them. Do. They do have friends. Well, that aren't yeah, like well, them. No, just yeah. like them. Yeah. My thing is like, they become so insular. Look, I take, like I'm a hermit, so I can become super insular. Yeah, me too. But I recognize that about myself. Sure. And I know it's not other people's fault as much as I want to lash out. Sometimes I know it's not them. It's mainly me. Yeah. And me too. I, I understand that, that it's not, it's not, uh, you know, I'm the same way. I don't like being around large crowds of people. I don't like being around people I don't know. Yeah. And it's not them. It's not anything wrong with them. It's just my own insecurities and, and feelings of anxiety that make that happen. It has nothing to do with them. Yeah. Uh, and so, and incels, like, we've had multiple, like, murders done by incels or self-proclaimed incels to the, like, we are uh, to, the, excuse me, to the point that they're, you know, the internet, um, cycle happens where they want to amplify it because to them it's not real. Um, so they get people who who become sycophants for that kind of thing and want the infamy for being like that. But again, there's people like assholes like Andrew Tate who just take oh, he's, advantage, who take advantage, who's a misogynist. He's like the godfather to these yeah. guys. And which is funny because I remember seeing that asshole years ago and like, is he real? Yeah, like nope. I thought he was funny, but not funny as in like, haha, like funny. He's not gonna make it because he's just so goofy. But he was consistent. He grinded to be consistently like what he is now. No, I agree. And nothing will ever like. He, there's no nothing that'll happen that'll make him like admit that he's a piece of shit. Because it's always going to be somebody else. He's going to do the same thing that all these fucking assholes do. It's always somebody else. This one dude who's part of Andrew Tate's little circle, Sneeko. Funny that you brought him up. Sneeko. Um, that was a Meat Canyon video about him. Yeah. Just a couple Canyon days ago. Fucking him and Charlie, um, or Moist Critical, um, had it out. And like he was like, he called like these guys cucks and, you know, whatever. But I'm just like, you use that term, yet you were cucked. And I know he hated being called a cuck. He he hated all that shit, which is fine. But you th you throw that out, and you don't have enough like um self awareness to know that you get what you put out. Like you literally put that out there. But mm -hmm. I realize most of these fuckers don't, or if no. they do, they don't care. They rather have the continuous fighting and arguing because that makes them revenue and. The incels want to feel like they want their hug box so fucking bad. They want their echo chamber so fucking bad. They seriously want their um, what is it um, their confirmation bias to be so correct that they're willing to sell their fucking souls. Oh, they are definitely to, doing that to just be to feel like they're justified in their own existence. I'm sorry. Wash your ass a few times, at least a few <laughs> times a week. Two, two times a week at, at the very fucking most. Actually go out, pat, fight that anxiety. I know it fucking sucks and there is no answer for that anxiety. You just have to do it. You have to learn to accept rejection. I hate rejection. That's why I got married. I just can't. And I, I can't stand rejection. 
it took me a it took me a long time to get over the anxiety of rejection. I mean, it took me a very long time to get over that hurdle and and I don't know why, but you know, when I was it's young, it's terrifying. Like the idea of rejection was the it's end of the world. Bro. It and it took crippling. me a long time. Yeah, but it took it took me so long to just go, why? Like why would that be <laughs> the end of the world? You Lucky know? You you went went through that. I never did. Yeah, I finally I got to the point where I just thought to myself, what, why? Like, what's 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 going to happen? So she says. So I ask a girl to go to dinner with me or something. She says no. You know, no, thank you. She's not going to be. She. I mean, unless I picked the <laughs> wrong women, she's not going to be like, ew, fuck you, oh, gross. She's well, gonna. I don't know. Why I did that voice. She's just no, gonna no. go. You, she's no, gonna go. No, that's a no. Th- you know, thank you for asking, but I'm I'm not interested. Okay, what's what's how's that the end of the world? When it comes down to, I'm going to feel like shit, but I'll get over it. Right. But this is where I'm going in. This is actually you doing that voice because they're not, they're, they're attacking everyone, even level-headed people, but the people that they're actually responding to without knowing that, that they're doing it are the exaggerated opposite end of that spectrum. Sure. Well, then, I don't need no man or all men are gross. Because remember, there's Which like is, that anti-manosphere. But it's the tiny little percentage that is. They're a tiny little like percent. That. That's true. I mean, a, a tiny little percentage are amplified These like crazy now. The internet <laughs> amplifies the, the loudest fucking idiots ever. <laughs> they just true. amplify them. Like, I, I again, like the fact that there are, there was, what was it? There's feminist movement that came up where the, and I don't know if she was exaggerating, but this woman said, um, if I have a boy, I'm going to abort it. If I have, if I have a girl, I'm going to teach her to hate men. Like this was Twitter, mind you, Twitter or Tumblr. It was one of those two, two websites. Yeah. There's, there's definitely that side too. I, Oh, Um, I I guess the algorithm doesn't show me that because it it doesn't think I'm, it knows I'm a middle-aged white man. Yeah. Probably knows I'm an angry guy. When you texted (laughs) me that I, I like, I actively like follow people who talk about these topics mainly because again, I'm fascinated by weird human beings. These you also, maybe you don't hate watch it then. I was hate watching. I can't hate watch it because I get too angry and I can't have a way of really releasing that in a positive way. Well, that was. That was the problem. I mean, I spent I can't hold a on couple, to that. I probably spent an hour or an hour and a half that night and I kept watching and kept watching looking yeah. for him and I was like, well, I can't fucking believe these people are saying this on mm-hmm. camera or that they actually believe it. Seeing and it with then their the next chest too. Yeah, and then the next couple of nights I kept doing it and I'm just yep. like I got to the point and then my feed was just overrun with that shit and started putting up uh like really conservative or trumpy shit in my well, feed. The fact that you said that, have you not noticed a lot of them are conservatives? And yeah, a, oh, of course. And of a course. lot of them, or a lot of them lean conservative, and a lot of them, a whole fucking lot of them are religious. Well, Superficially I just, religious. I was just going to say, there's a, lo- there's a lot of crossover between that mindset and one, the conservative viewpoint in general, because it's conservative values and, you know, uh, just in general, keeping to ourselves and, and mm-hmm. maintaining 
this view of America the way it was in the 50s or whatever. And then there's a lot of religious crossover where it's the same thing. It's (laughs) women should be in the kitchen mindset, which is just it's it's uh but yeah it's it's the algorithm knows that and guess what the algorithm learns from your activity you mm-hmm. fucks so all you fucks out there who are watching this shit because you really enjoy it and then are going and watching all these trump videos because you 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 like that hateful side of of conservatism and you're that piece of shit too you're making the algorithm you're teaching the algorithm that those two things go hand in hand mm-hmm. uh and so my feed was just fucking decimated for like a week and I had to keep going. Don't show me this. Don't show me this. Don't show me this to finally kind of get it cleaned up. But yeah, it, it just started. It got away from dumb memes to, Oh, have you seen this video about, <laughs> about yeah. how the liberals are ruining America? Have you seen this video about how the Jews own Hollywood? Look, <laughs> I'm like, it, it's, no it's being like, in like being somebody who the algorithm doesn't understand because I find the liberals insufferable me like too a to a very, very large extent and and the the pc ideal of you know you can't say that like there's this this one um liberal um and i feel like he's very performative but this liberal youtuber called nick is not green i followed him for like three months and i kind of like some of his music and rap stuff but then i started going he's just he he's very fucking annoying because he's just like he's picking like low-hanging fruit and then you were hate watching to it you're hate watching too you, hold on you're just no, starting to I, dislike him. i stopped following him when i started oh, like actively feeling like that i did get to that then, point i just it just took me a week or two there was another <laughs> guy I this started is bad watching, for me um on the liberal side who's also friends with him called mr beard who i think is super creative very creative guy. That's one another one thing I can't say about a lot of like conservative c- c- um, content creators that I've seen. I don't Lack find them creativity. very creative. Well, it goes but, hand in hand. Uh, but, you have a very you have a very closed mindset. I mean, you, you have a closed <laughs> mindset. That's, no, it, literally, yeah. you have a very closed mindset. That says this is the way the world is supposed to be, and you're not open yeah, to anything like, else. Snark is like their main thing, but um, Mr. Beard, he actually replied to me directly on one and this is how i realized and then i stopped following him too because he was like overly sensitive about things where it was and mind you these are guys these two guys are like very anti-manosphere types well at Um, least they got that going for them and like he um he he in one video like you know he he did something he was talking about capitalism whatnot you know how i do anti-capital i i don't really like capitalism but i openly say that you know nothing i could do about it i just don't like it um and i still need to get money i have a fucking family (laughs) right um i just feel like one day we could do better without it but he would like preach about how bad it is preach about how bad it is and then it cut straight to his a commercial he did in the middle of his video and i felt the juxtaposition was just funny because he literally was like that was really bad like and unlike other things i say he didn't segue into it in a way that it was like snarky like um i bring just up some jump more, cut. yeah i just bring up some <laughs> more news a lot they when they do their ads they do it in the most backhanded way it is fucking funny so i i was expecting something like that but not i wasn't following some more news at the time but i made a comment about it and not even two hours later mr beard replied to me kind of in a like a 
a defensive sort of way going well i need i live in a capitalist society so i need to to like do this like i was just laughing about how like seconds after you said something about (laughs) capitalism being bad you didn't segue you just went into this and i made a comment about another video and he did the same fucking thing and yet um somebody on tiktok made fun of nick is not green recently and nick is not green made like this pity party post about like i just can't take it anymore people make fun of me and then sent people to attack this girl essentially by being a like pity party oh, nice. doing the same shit that his aunt his manosphere people would do but in a pussy in a pussy kind of way yeah yeah, yeah. and then mr beer goes and like defensively gives his backhanded defense about what he does. Like, people just should make fun of Nick is not green. I'm like, see, how do you not notice you are the exact same way as these fucking people? And you're giving them an, an hands up because at least they say it with their chest. That's what yeah. they're going to say. They're still shit. They are still shit because they, behind the scenes, they pick people who are unprepared. They don't, yep. they don't do well against people who are prepared. They don't let people talk. Oh, and they I, don't listen. Could you... They would never let somebody who is prepared in. Oh, no, they don't no. listen. They don't listen. They talk over. They interrupt. Yep. They don't let – there's a whole variety of tactics they use to make themselves mm-hmm. look – it's not – they they're literally doing that trick of like the the, the girl ha- you know hanging out with another – with an ugly girl to make herself look better. <laughs> you yeah. know, They're literally doing like, that. They're just – they they're... bring in these people that are going to make them, them look smarter by default yep. because the people look so unprepared. They're interrupting them. They're not letting them get out of sentence. So they're making them look like they can't stand up for themselves or can't speak up for themselves. It's just so bad, and it's just, I I I I was so infuriated, like a, a good three or four days out of of watching these at night, that I just was like, "Why am I watching this? Why am I watching this?" <laughs> You're poisoning yourself slowly. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, this is just some idiot on the internet that's saying dumb fucking shit, and I'm giving him my eyes. I'm putting my eyes on him and allowing him to make money off of people like me that are just watching because they hate him so much and yep. can't believe he's saying the dumb shit he's saying and can't wait to see the next stupid fucking thing that comes out of his mouth. The reason why I get so mad about it is because, and a lot of people do, is because their core audience, one, are incels, which I do feel bad for mainly. I do mainly feel bad for incels. Yeah, I know that when they get to the a, point of being an incel, they're just pity partying themselves, but sure. I still feel bad for them. I well, relate. there there is a, a mental health aspect to it. Yeah, you know where where there there's definitely something going on there that that needs to be addressed. So, but also a lot of them are teenagers, and I know that the teenagers have to grow out of it. But some of these yeah. L.A. California ass motherfuckers don't grow the fuck up. I don't know if that's a cultural thing for like that part of the world or the part of the U.S. Know. really, but they just don't grow the fuck up. And I don't mean like, you know, pay your taxes. No, I'm on a podcast where I talk about balls all the time. I'm not <laughs> talking about like act like a grown I'm talking about being respectful of other people. Like, even if I hate you, I'm going to I'm going to very at least if one of those assholes were on our podcast, I would respect them. I'll call sure. them stupid to their face, but I'm going to allow them to have their argument and then I'm going to rebut. Sure. Oh, could you imagine, but- though? No, because they would, they'll fucking talk they over me it. and I'll lose my shit. No, they would never do it. They would never allow themselves to be in a position where they're talking to somebody who's prepared that can actually explain to them how fucking dumb they are. It reminds me of, uh, 
if you look at uh, like Richard Dawkins videos or Christopher Hitchens videos where they're they're debating theism with like a, a priest or like church scholar that knows about their bubble, you know, the person's there yeah. knows about Catholicism, Christianity, but doesn't understand other religions. So when they get into the argument and the, 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 you know, the atheists, Christopher Hitchens or Dawkins are, are there and have all of these worldviews because they've studied different religions and different beliefs and can speak to all of them. And they're talking to somebody that has one specific mindset and only knows their bubble. They sound yeah. dumb because because they don't know how to respond when you're bringing up things. And I'm not shitting on them. They're just no, they're no. not prepared for that kind of debate. Uh, and I hate those debates because I, I hate when they go in and try to make them look like idiots for being religious um, because it's, it, it, it just makes you look bad. I, but it's the same thing. It's the but same it, general it the idea. Same thing. It, and it's it, it bothers me when like, again, I have my beliefs. We all do. Sure. But I I I, I try I try so hard and a lot of them just say, fuck it, to be respectful of other people, other people's shit. The fact that you said they go on fucking Tinder and yeah. like, hey, you want to be on our podcast? And since the person consented, not knowing or not understanding what they're putting themselves into, like, well, you, it's, you're going on to their podcast. That gives them power. Yeah. It's genius on their part, too, because mm-hmm. they're they're obviously going to find women who are looking for partners to sleep with and to, and to have sex with. And that's literally what they're trying to target you know they're yep. looking for that that uh, uh woman who is sexually open because that's what they're preaching against and how that's bad and that these people were terrible and women shouldn't be like that so they're, they're literally bringing in fodder i mean it's just they had one where uh the one woman was she was doing she had stripped and she had done adult films and her boyfriend or fiance was with her on the podcast yeah. and she told her story she explained we had no money. We were living in our car. Uh, I He was having trouble finding work. I couldn't find work. I finally said, like, I could go start stripping at least to give us some – so we have some money so we can live, so we can buy food. And I don't know. Maybe she was uh, being a little hyperbolic. Maybe she was making shit up. I have no fucking clue. Yeah. But her, you have to take what she's saying at face value. And she's yeah. such saying – And then, we don't know. You know? Somebody said to me, I, somebody told me, hey, if you do some videos, you can make better money doing that. So she, she did a couple of videos. So this yeah. woman is literally uh, working in the sex industry just because that's the only option available to her. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. If you want to do that, awesome. But in his, her case, she was doing it because it was the only option available to her. Mm-hmm. And the dude just immediately started in on her about. Oh well, he couldn't. It started with the guy. Oh, you yep, couldn't find any other job. Part of yeah, demand. you couldn't find a job. Yep. You couldn't find another way to make money. And then she started shitting on her for what she had to do to live, as if you know it was her choice. And even if it was her choice, fuck you. She's allowed to do whatever the fuck she wants. If that's what she wants to do, fine. But absolutely. But and this is you, a woman who these assholes who had are no talking. Choice. These assholes are talking like they've never been to a strip club. Let's be fucking I know. real. Let's oh, that's probably the only uh, the only place they've seen breasts out in in uh, person. <laughs> like, I don't care how much money they have because they're gonna try to spread that. No, because money can be bought gotten by a bunch of different means. And if manipulating others is your means of making money, then I don't say you're a you're a successful con artist. Yeah, and 
that's that's pretty much being like the tallest short person like you just you're not yes you're not really much of anything you're a piece of shit that's why if you could say like you know elon musk is the richest person in the world yeah he's also the biggest piece of shit in the world what like what are you trying to say like <laughs> okay good he made he got money he didn't build the electric car People keep saying he built Teslas. He's a yeah. He bought he didn't Tesla. Build shit. What the fuck are you talking? Well, he about? didn't even found the company, did he? No, I believe he bought he the company. He, he bought, bought that. It. He bought SpaceX. He he got like, money he... from his parents and bought the company, and yeah, then had a yeah. bunch of ideas and put people together who were able to do the things that he kind of wanted to have done. He didn't build it himself. Right. No. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. I I nobody, I hate that argument. Nobody, oh, rich... When we watch a movie, does anybody go? Man, that producer did a great job making this movie. I have not heard <laughs> once anybody said the producer did a great job making a movie. No, no. It's just like, oh, this producer had good taste in financing this. No, That's absolutely. all that is. Yeah, I've, I've never heard, uh, I mean, I'm sure they, there are, but I've never heard a producer take credit for creating a good movie. Because <laughs> I think for the most part, they know, like, I just funded it and got the resources together. I didn't yeah. do a shit. Uh, Penn Jillette, uh is producing a, a, a movie, and he's talked a little bit on his podcast, and he's, he said, he's like, I didn't do shit. I just helped get the resources together. I didn't do shit to make this movie. It's a great movie. No thanks to me. <laughs> it has nothing yeah, to do I with just, me. That's it. I, I fan- If you want to give me any credit, is thank you for putting the money down, Daddy. That's it. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I, um, yeah. Well, unrelated to Manosphere shit, real quick. Um, I stumbled on something last night because I was showing my wife the Blue Beetle trailer that came out. Oh, I I, I didn't watch it. Um, I saw it in my feed. I did not watch it yet. I will say I really. This is my fingers crossed. Hope that this is the the unknown superhero. The the least known superhero is the one that makes DC start working again because it looks pretty Maybe. interesting. He looks well, like he might be the Spider Man for the DCU. Well, but, think about, uh, I mean, Guardians was like, nobody really knew what Guardians was as far and as And it was so, such a great fans. MCU and film, right? It's probably my favorite MCU film. Yeah. And uh, a Peacemaker, too. Similar. A Peacemaker was Peacemaker a great was series. Really good, really um, good series. Unknown the, the, character. The, I think it's The Suicide Squad. It was really good. Yeah. That was, that was, was I, I watched this when I had COVID. I watched The Suicide Squad and then started watching Home. Uh, home. Uh, Peacemaker. Peacemaker, Homelander. You're going to say, you're going to say Homelander. That's the boys. <laughs> I started watching yeah. Peacemaker right after. It was a great, a great uh, um, time for media in my life. Uh, but yeah, I, so I saw that, and then it popped up. I, I I went and said, "Hey, they showed the red carpet opening for Mario and Jack Black." Oh, no. I wanted to show my wife how Jack Black was dressed. Yeah, he's dressed like in a in a blazer. Yeah, Bowser suit on. He had a blazer with like fire on the cuffs and on the oh, pants. That's cool. And then the Bowser spikes sticking out of it, the back of his blazer. I love it. I, I like, love it. That's awesome. That lo- looks like it'd be uncomfortable to sit, but goddamn, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Um, oh, I, I, I want to like that movie, but I, I am so filled with just irritation that the way they did the voice, the voicing, just like everybody else is, is mad because he doesn't go, it's the me. It sounds like a stereotype Italian, stereotypical well, <laughs> Italian man. I feel like he is so, like, Chris Pratt is so main character run-of-the-mill middle middle-of-the-road white guy at this point yeah like skinny chris pratt is yeah that i'm not gonna as long as everyone else is good i'm not gonna be bothered by anything that's true and the fact jack black was so good just hearing his voice come out of bowser was just so perfect i there's adore nothing I could... jack black i <laughs> love jack black i love everything and... he does 
I love the fact that he got famous and then took his band and was like, we're going to make the band work too. And did some amazing work with Tenacious yeah. D and then was like, you know what we should do? Let's just make a ridiculous fucking stoner movie just oh, I because love the I made Pick a Destiny, one of my which is movies. It's a fantastic movie with a fantastic soundtrack. I love that he's just follows his passions. Like I'm just, I got money to do it. I'm just gonna do the dumb shit I want to do and make it for the people that are gonna like it. The first time I ever lost my voice, I was doing a karaoke rock band. It was it was it was a rock band competition. Um, oh, the the game rock band yeah, the game. Um, at a I used to play convention. that. At time. a convention, we did like on a stage a full rock band competition. Um, I lost my voice during the second song because it was Master Exploder, <laughs> and I can do. I did not mean. I can do. Uh, I used Just to be able to do that mind. whole thing without losing my breath. Yeah, that's and, ooh, that's hard to do. And I lost my voice after doing the beginning part. <laughs> like I can see I, it. It's hard, dude. He just. And, Belts it. Like I was at home doing it, so I could do it, and I was so mad because we did so well in the first song, and then you waited, and then everybody went, then somebody got voted off, and you do the second song. We didn't get voted off, even though I lost my voice, but I didn't get it back for the third song, so ah. I had to have somebody else sing for me. Ah, that's um, rough. But going back really quick, um, so then I saw another trailer. I didn't know that they were coming out with a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. Like yeah, movie. Mutant Mayhem, and. Let Looks me good. just say this. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles have never been teenagers. No. Didn't like seem to you, be. Any. We said they were teenagers in the comics. Well, I mean, they, didn't, they didn't look or act like teenagers. Well, how the could 90s, they look? They're they turtles. Look, they didn't look. What's right. a teenage turtle look like? <laughs> they look like teenagers now in this oh, movie. No, you're right. I guess I guess that is what they're supposed to look like. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> They're played by teenagers. Their voice actors are teenagers. Hearing that squeaky child voice come out of Donatello. It's good, right? Like, my wife, her face twisted. And she was like, she didn't know how to feel about it. I was like, I don't either, but I like it. I like hearing them sounding like kids. The fact that Jackie Chan Chan is going to be a splinter with a Afro Jerry curl. (laughs) I, I just... And, and it looks really good. I'm excited about that one. It looks so good. And people are like bitching about it because April's black again. I was like, you know what? We're past this point. Of, of course. We're, we're never going to get a white it. April ever again. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, I'm sorry. It's not my, it's not, it's, it's not my choice. I don't care either way. Cause April was kind of bleh. I don't care either way. I but I understand both arguments. I understand yeah. the, the argument. If, if it's where you're actually coming from that you go, that's not the way it was in the comics. Like you got to follow the comics and the tradition yeah. of the of the characters. April was white, you know. It doesn't make sense to to race bend her, yeah. but that's not usually where it's actually coming from. Let's be honest. That, that's a weird, like it's a weird argument to have because of what you said. It's like it's it it really depends on who says it. Like if that's it's what like I mean, I, an overweight white guy with a giant beard <sighs> saying it, chances are you you know where it's coming from. Well, well that's the problem. Like but if it's it, I think also. Uh, but if the opposite comes from like a, a black woman with super thick glasses and purple hair, chances are you know where that's coming from. You're like you're arguing yeah. for it, but I don't like you because right. I know yeah. you're you're doing it for that that reason. And that's the problem. I mean, to I think a lot of people is just like you and me, like whatever, who fucking cares? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Does it really matter? No. No. But uh, when you hear people complain about it, I, I I'm it makes me think the fact that I couldn't care less. 
And I, I mean, I do turn Ninja Turtles were my shit growing up. Yep. I mean, I, it was, it was, I don't remember the order. I think it was Voltron, mm-hmm. Thundercats, He-Man, and then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or maybe I forget the exact good. order, but those were my four. Roster, those were my four growing roster. up. Those were the ones I went through. Yeah, it was, it was, I forget the order, but it was those four were mine growing up. So, I mean, the Ninja Turtles were my shit. When the first series Ninja Turtles came out, I had a birthday party in first grade and all I wanted, all I asked for was the Ninja Turtles figures. And I got all of them except fucking April. Like I got like three Donatello's. Because April's well, such an innocuous, boring I know, character. I she's know. just literally she's the only only thing about her is that the turtles liked her and saved her. And no, I know. That but was it. And she, I wanted it. the whole the whole set though. And I got like four oh. of like three different ones. And on the idiots at my party, the kids were like opening them so I couldn't bring them back to oh. exchange them. So I never I never had the complete set. But anyway, back to my point. I don't give a fuck. Make her make April O'Neil yeah. whatever you want. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's it, the character's the character. Look, I don't care. As long as April f- literally follows the the structure of the way April is, that's all I care. Yeah. What's well, the same with Holly Bailey? Yeah. The the most offensive version of April was the um well, what's her fucking name? The model that does that was that's dating or date or married to Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, I don't know. Oh, um, uh, April April O'Neil was played by uh, what's her name? Fucking Megan Fox. Megan Fox. That was the most offensive version of her. I don't give a shit. Anybody. She had nothing to do with anything. They didn't go. Oh well, she named them. <laughs> Why do that? Why the fuck do that? And if you're gonna make her white, make her redhead. Then they, that's, there's no representation for redheads anymore. <laughs> well, they don't have souls, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> they're all dying out because they're soulless, <laughs> or they just can't come out into the sun. But, yeah, they're, but they're, no, well, just they can't come out and pick it because yeah, yeah, they'll all, they'll all burn. Besides it. Merida, we don't I know, have man. Any like modern redheads? I got that ginger skin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, to me, she was the most offensive version of her. She was vapid and empty for the original April O'Neil, the live the action one, huh? Because it didn't fit the character. That's why no. it's offensive. It was just Megan. Uh, Megan Fox just had to be there because Megan Fox had to be there. She well, was the it girl of the time. It's Megan Fox. I mean, she doesn't know how to act more than herself. She plays herself. I mean, she just plays herself in anything she's in. And she's oh, she originally God. obviously was just there to be eye candy in the movies. Uh, the, I mean, that's obviously she, why she was cast. She essentially was the death knell for like old IPs to getting like a new facelift because Transformers. I, I don't give a shit. She was a death knell for that. Like, yeah, she's I didn't like Transformers to begin with. Like, I mean, I love Transformers, like the cartoon and stuff like that. Yeah, but I know the you meant. movie, the Michael Bay, the Michael Bay Transformers. One, they knew what she was all about. Because the first time you see her, you see her long. She always looks Laying wet. over the car. She always looks wet and oily. All but sweaty she, and like, oily. Her oily yeah. like, legs, working on a goddamn car like she knows yeah. the fuck she's doing. And then <laughs> Jazz's white black ass comes out like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm going to do this. I heard radio. I only got BET. That's why I talk like this. Like, Jazz killed me. Jazz fucking, I was in the theater. And Wait, Jazz was that got, joke in the movie or did you make that, that up? I don't know if they said he only had BET, but they only learned from certain radio signals. Oh, and okay. so, like... <laughs> They killed so they explained him because they had to kill the black guy. Uh, well, is it, but, uh, well, what's a but, horror movie? <laughs> well, I just know that Jazz was small and he was fighting Megatron. And Megatron grabs him and he goes, yeah, motherfucker, what you want? And he just snaps him in half and throws him away. <laughs> I'm like, really? Like, this is the move. This is the Transformers movie we've been waiting for. I mean, for. it's Michael Bay, dude. What do you expect? <laughs> they messed... 
they mess he's up not hot a bastion rod. of racial integrity you know <laughs> they, they mess up hot rod like he's a french guy now i just uh i was just Hot Rod's my favorite. It's like watching old Looney Tunes. <laughs> oh my god! Stereotype characters. Looney Tunes. That's what they did with the Transformers. They just made them stereotypical characters. Yeah, but if but just like um, uh, what's his name that played Morbius? Like they're a death kneel for properties now. Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Him too. After the Joker. Yeah. yeah he's a death kneel for like prop like old IPs. Mm-hmm. Like you, if you add him, I guarantee you it will it's be gonna awful. fail. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if they're a good actor or a bad actor; they just all have that same mold. Like they look like they came from the same place. I agree. Um, and it's a bad place. It's always a bad place. <laughs> you know, I but didn't yeah, tell I just my. I brought that up because I was excited about that, and I wanted to no, tell I'm a, something happy because I don't. I am very excited about that. The manifestor stuff. Yeah, I don't want to talk about them anymore because uh, I don't want to give them any more credits. I really just wanted to say that they're horrible. They're just despicable for a, a preying on the community that watches them, b preying on the people they get to come on their shows or podcasts or whatever the fuck they're doing, and c uh, are just taking advantage of uh, the internet to make money saying shitty, hateful things. Uh, I hate them. They're terrible. Uh, and that is why I hate you guys. I hate. Them. I don't like them. So I, I want to tell my UPS story. I forgot to tell my UPS yeah. story. And oh, yeah. I want I want this is this is the way I am. This is the way I am. I woke up and I had to go drop off a package with UPS. So I went to Staples. Uh, it was like two days ago. And I was just like I had a migraine and I was in a bad mood. <laughs> I was just tired. I didn't sleep well. And I go to Staples. Right. And they got you go up to the service area where they have the UPS counter and they have like all the print services and marketing services and there's two fucking lines they've got divided off right one on the left says full service uh ups drop off and i don't know so basically anybody that needs help like hey can you help me i need to get this blown up and i need help and then the right side says self-service you know to use the copying machines whatever other things they have over there where you could just go do it yourself very clear of course i read signs and i go over and they've got taped off line that says please wait here and I'm waiting on the left side because I need to drop off my UPS package. And there's a bunch of people overusing the machines and stuff. And there's one guy there. He's trying to help somebody with something. He keeps going back and forth to a scanner. He's probably trying to scan something and get it right for the customer that, that he's helping. And this, this lady comes walking up, of course, on the right side. And again, there's not supposed to be a line there. You're supposed mm-hmm. to just walk in and go. It's, I'm sure they had plenty of people waiting in line that wanted to use the copiers. And they were like, well, let's just do this so they don't wait in line when they can just walk right over and use them. We don't want people to have to wait. Good move, Staples. And she walks <laughs> up She walks up next to me on the, the right side and just stands there with her package. And I've got two boxes in my hands just sitting in front of me, like clear as day with labels on them. And I'm yeah. standing there and she looks at me and I'm just like standing there and I'm like, please don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me. <laughs> and she goes, are you waiting for uh, the UPS? And I just looked down at my hands and I went, yeah. And she went, oh, OK. It, and then she kept standing there and I just was like, don't talk to me again. And she goes, is that the line? <laughs> it's just me. It's just me. Like, it's not like there's a line line. But I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was here before you. you were I'm standing here. From the bottle deposit. I know. I'm just, sta- <laughs> but I'm standing there waiting. And she goes, "Is that the line?" It's like, 
What the fuck do you think it is? Do you think I'm standing here for no fucking... Why would you ask me that question? I was so irritated. And I know. I know I'm getting annoyed for no reason, right? I mean, what's a big deal? I was so irrationally angry. I was just like, yeah. It's <laughs> exactly how I said it, too. So then she comes and gets behind me. women. Oh, those goddamn <laughs> women. What was she doing in Staples? She should have been making a sandwich for her husband. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, she, so she goes, okay. And then she gets behind me. I wasn't like a dick. I was just like, no, you were just exasperated. inside. You were screaming. Just like, yes. <laughs> ah, and then this fucking guy walks up in the right lane too. And then he stands there and he looks over at us waiting in line. And he looks at me and he goes, are you waiting in line? <laughs> and I get, I went, yes, yes. yes. And he goes, he stands, he continues to stand there for a minute. And he goes, you could go up to the counter. They don't mind that, you know? And I said, well, it says line starts here and there's a piece of tape on the floor. I'm good. I'm just going to stand here if it's okay with you. And he continued to stand where he was and didn't get in line. And he's like, okay. And then this poor, this poor girl, uh, I see her standing in front of me and she's talking in her earpiece and she's like, what help? With the, with, with the print place, the UPS stuff and whatnot. And she's like, I don't know how to do that. And she's like, well, okay. And she's like, uh, I can help you. And she calls me over. And I just turned the guy and I went, hey, look, she figured it out. <laughs> that I was waiting in line. <laughs> and I walked over. She, <laughs> and I had to explain to her. She probably knew you were there the whole time, but she was just so like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to help. I don't she know did. Well, she didn't know she was help. doing. I helped her. Like we, we, we figured it out together. We figured out how to use, cause she's trying to scan my package and she's not holding it far enough away. And I was like, I was like, ah, you got to hold it farther away. Cause you're not getting the whole, the whole code. And she kept accidentally scanning. Cause there's like six barcodes on the fucking yeah. label. Now she kept mm-hmm. scanning the wrong one. I was like, I ah, got to make sure you get this label. Cause there's like, I don't know why there's so many. So I helped her. We figured it out. Uh, and got through it. She didn't scan them right because they weren't shown as being received when I checked. But eventually the UPS guy was going to come and pick them up. I knew eventually somebody's going to come and scan them. They're in the pile, right? Um, but yeah, and then I had to explain to her because I was like, oh, just, I was like, I wasn't being mean to you. I'm sorry. I was like, he he didn't think that you'd be able to figure out I was waiting in line, standing where the line's supposed to start. So I just wanted to make sure he knew that you were able to figure out that we were waiting in line and we're just standing there for no fucking reason. <laughs> I said all that loud enough for him to hear, of course. I know I know that you that I know it came off like I was just treating you like you were an idiot, but I was actually I know. trying to make, I, oh, I felt make bad. him feel like an idiot for thinking yeah. you're an idiot and that you couldn't figure out how this worked. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't want her to think I was sitting on her and I, I but then I then I, I realized she's probably it just to be sure. She was I thought about it and she's probably she probably didn't give a fuck at all. She probably didn't even pay wasn't even paying attention. She, she's probably she just like, oh, I don't want to do this like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I was very satisfied because when I went to leave that guy was still waiting in the wrong spot and the people that were in the other line ahead of him moved up and, and had gotten service while he was waiting in the wrong spot still because he wasn't in line. Fucking asshole. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck you, people. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, the, the woman was was just, she was just, I don't know. She was probably felt dumb and was just trying to like, oh, make make conversation. I don't know. But he was an asshole. That guy was a fucking dick. Um, and I'm glad he, he felt like a dick. I hope he felt like a dick. You know they don't, they don't mind. It's like, no, oh, no they, they probably they probably do. 
Well, I wanted to say to him, yeah, I worked in retail and uh, when people were waiting in a line, I didn't like them just coming up and like I had a kiosk. I worked in the music department. I worked in the the video games department. We had a kiosk and people would kind of line up and wait in line. I didn't like when they crowded around Mm -hmm. the whole fucking thing because one, I'm trying to help somebody. I don't need you all crowding me. And two, then I can't tell. I'm trying to remember who was there first. Make a fucking line if there's a fucking asshole. Not gonna oh, go stand really by the counter. Heated. Like I'm seeing it. In I was your so face, dude. Like. I was so mad. I was so mad. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And then I go wait by the counter. And if I were working there, I'd be like, fuck this guy that didn't follow the rules. I call on the next person in line. If you talk to me again, I swear to God, I'm gonna pull your pants down, take the manscape out of this box, and shave your balls with it. You know what's funny? That's exactly <laughs> what I was dropping off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what i was dropping <laughs> off to return it was my mask i should have i should have just taken it out and shoved it right up his ass and turned it on enjoy that motherfucker i'll keep you busy for the next 10 to 15 minutes you know there's insults like that when they're like i'm gonna shove it up your ass you know like i've heard people like you know it's a common thing to say it's one of my favorite but goes back to the rock it's just in my brain i always imagine like what if that person likes it like, what would the reaction be of the person, of the assaulter? Uh, if, like, you go, I'm going to shove this up your ass. Ooh. It's one, it's one like, of my favorites. How do you react to that, like, afterwards? I don't know. I mean, that's fine. I'd be like, like oh, touche. Do I keep well, going? Do I, well done. Do, I stop? do I just, like, do you remember the rock? shake your hand and say, remember well, the rock used to do it? You deserve it. Like, <laughs> remember when the Rock used to do that? He'd go, he'd go. I'm gonna take that some bitch, shine it up shove real it up nice, turn that some bitch sideways and stick it straight up your candy ass. Is one of my yes. favorite lines ever. Um, yep. I used to. I well, you know what? Going back to these uh, manosphere people and toxic masculinity. I hate that phrase, but um, I I had a, like it took me a while with my son. My wife had to point out to me. She had to point out like you treat him differently than you treat your daughter because he's a boy like you just you just you're less likely to like be like oh buddy what's wrong with crying you're more likely to just be like hey come on stop crying or you know whatever like yeah and i it took me a while and i'm harder i was harder on him more like giving him a hard time about things more than her and being more like less like hey could you stop doing that and more like hey stop doing that um in general and it took me a while to realize she was right she, I, I really was i was treating him differently because he was a boy because i guess that's how in my head it was like well boys have to be you have to be firm with boys and treat them with uh more uh uh so what i'm looking for you have to be more more uh, to the point with them stern and more, firm and um, stern stoic, yeah yeah and this was a couple months ago now, but and I had a conversation with her. She she took she talked to me about it and pointed it out, and I was like, "You are absolutely right. I do I do that." And I I made the adjustment, and like I feel like I have a much better relationship with now. I really do. I feel like we we have a, a much cleaner relationship with each other. And I was like, you know what? I don't have to yell about things. I could just talk to him about him and explain to him what he's doing wrong, and instead of just getting mad right away. Um, and like it was so healthy, like I felt so good. And I, I had another point, but that's what that was one. Of, that's one of my favorite things. Oh, that's one of my favorite things to say to my kids when people are around. I, I it's uh, as a joke. I probably should stop doing that. They'll be like, if they're bugging me, that, some, cool. I'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna shove that tablet up your butt <laughs> if you don't stop bugging me. I do it as a joke because I want to make people laugh, and then I realize I'm just being inappropriate, and then they may think I'm actually. <laughs> going to do it i don't know <laughs> i've yeah, said dad, i guarantee i've said in front of you before i don't pay attention to half of what you say unless we're doing the podcast yeah that's a good point yeah it's usually a good idea not to I listen mean, to what i'm saying like i mean i wouldn't listen to me on here <laughs> what we should do no because then they only have me and that's not a good yeah. thing 
I think we should release an episode and just I'll mute my track. It'll just be you. And people will probably enjoy it more. I'm very sure they won't. I'm quite sure. You don't know. It could could be. That they need a breather from this. <laughs> <laughs> um, funny enough that you mentioned that I am very opposite with my daughter. Like with like my between my daughter and my son. My son, I'm yeah. more so willing to cuddle and coddle than huh. my daughter, but mainly because like I used to with both of them. But right. my daughter likes to milk um, sympathy. Yeah, that makes and sense. So you got to make an that's, adjustment. That's such a, a complete, like, my, my, my wife had to point that out to me, too. It's a complete, like, off switch for me. But she did it so much that I started missing out that my son was starting to do it. And oh, okay. I realized with my son, I'm t- when he starts doing it, I get angrier with him than I do with my daughter. Oh yeah, I wonder because I'm like, like, don't do that. There's no reason for that. I, it was really hard for so me it was to really weird. I'm sorry. No, it's just I I have I'm not always very good at self reflection. Yeah. And self criticism. I don't think everybody. I don't think anybody's necessarily good that, at it. That's it's true. How you accept no, you're the right. criticism. You're right. I think it's um, how you accept the criticism that really matters. Well, I mean, when my wife pointed out to me, I I had to think about it, and I was like, oh no, she's right. I mean, it was I was like, yeah. no, she's not right, and I I'm like. I'm tr- I was very troubled by it because I'm trying to figure out where it comes from. I was trying to figure out, like, why? Why is that the way? And I just figured, I guess it's just, I don't know if it's I mean, the way I was grow, raised. You grew up in a single-parent household, right? Yeah, and I, but I had two brothers. I mean, there was, I didn't have a yeah, sister. Yeah, you're the oldest. Yes. You had to take on a specific role, and based on I did. like TV and what your mom probably expected of you and shit like that, yeah. you probably just kind of yeah, took my, on my, a role where <clears> that's how you felt. Like you had my to. parents separated when I was in sixth grade, so I was what eleven, I guess. Okay, so you got a little bit of like the a little bit, but my mom worked nights, and then she was tired during the day, so she left for work at like six thirty seven ish, and that was it. I mean, it was me with my brothers at night. I feel like I it couldn't have been when I was eleven that she started. You know, she was going to work while we were home alone. I it might it might have must have been another year or so. I think feel like she had babysitters for a while. So we're not, but but you know, maybe twelve or so. You know, when she left at night, that was it. it was me and my brothers. So I, it was you know I was responsible at night, uh, and in the morning, we'd go to school. She was sleeping during the day, and then we'd get home. There'd be a few hours of crossover. If she wasn't working a second job, she worked a second job for a long time too. Um, so I don't know, maybe yeah, maybe it just goes back to that when I was kind of having to parent my brothers a little bit, and because I was younger and they were older, I probably had to be a little more stern with them and a little more. Uh, yeah, because I was older and they were younger. <laughs> well, I was young though, and they no, probably you were young. You were younger than you are now, obviously. Yeah, so maybe they were. Older. They might not have been as receptive to their old, you know twelve year old brother telling them what to do. So yeah. I probably had to be a little more firm about things. I don't know, and I mean like it's not like I was like terrible to my son yeah, I'm not, no, no, yeah, not saying I, that I it was were. just it was a much different you know if he was crying it would be yeah, it was like buddy come late, on what are you doing stop early crying 2000s late 90s so like yeah late 90s mid 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 90s really mid 90s early yeah. to mid 90s um God, but i miss 1997 i miss the <laughs> 90s in general i just like, like i like the 90s was like my favorite year as a kid 97 why 90 any particular reason for 97 it was just i just remember it being a good year it's I weird that I you have that specific movies that year. came out that year and be like, damn. Oh, I guarantee. I, I feel like the movies that came out in the mid-90s were just the shit. Like, there's so many Face Off, uh, Broken Arrow, Con Air. There's just so many good, like, just action movies. Okay. And- okay. I'm sorry. I did do it. 
Yeah. Let's hear him. The Cube came out in 97. Ah, uh, The Cube. Spawn came out in 97. Ooh. Uh, Event uh, Horizon came out in 97. One of the now, most mindfuck movies ever. I love Event Horizon. I went to see that with our with, mutual friends. Without that movie, Dead Space wouldn't exist the way it does. Agreed. Yeah. So, I got home from Event Horizon. We saw it at the, the cheap theater. Uh, now it's a cheaper theater that has first run movies. But at the time, it was like okay. a couple buck theater and it had like some of the movies were already out on video <laughs> that they ran. We went and saw it there and I got home and my brain was just fucked. I just mm-hmm. like, I don't, I can't comprehend what I just watched. It was so fucking crazy. One of the few movies, because I've, I've apparently I found out it was actually supposed to be a Hellraiser movie, and now seeing it again, it was like, yeah, that oh, makes 100% sense. I did not now. know that. Yeah, it was supposed oh. to be. I was today um, years old when I learned that. Um, and mind you, this is as a kid, mind you. like Yeah, it's different. Batman and Robin came out in 97. <laughs> it was good at the time when you saw it. Was it was good and at then the time. You, and, the game. Which was a, uh, was was a good movie. The game with uh, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. It? Yes. Yeah, that was very good too. Contact. Contact with uh, uh, Jodie Foster. Excellent yep. movie. Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. Yeah, I, I don't think, think I saw that. Third, one. The second, that was the second Power Rangers movie. I don't think I saw that one because I was too old for Power Rangers at the time. I believe. Aliens Resurrection, the movie you like. <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> Excellent movie. See, for me, as a kid, I liked it only because, one, the human-alien hybrid was so gross. Yes. At at the time, it was cool. Well, buddy. And seeing... I haven't seen it since then. I was mad at Aliens 3. I was mad at Aliens 3. Aliens 3 sucked. And the fact that they killed Ripley, I love Ripley. Not just that they killed killed Ripley. But huh? you, you, not just the fact that they killed Ripley. You went from Aliens One, which was a perfect, you know, horror movie. You got this yep. alien creeping around. We're all stuck in this tight space. We're, and then you go to Aliens Two, where you go, you now we're gonna have a bunch of aliens. It's gonna be fucking uh-huh. crazy. And then you, I guess they were trying to recapture the magic of the original of by the making one. it in a yeah. prison, and but it just didn't work anymore. Well, because they it wanted was, like the gore factor of Two, where it's just a bunch of people being eviscerated, so they put yeah. it on a prison planet. It still mm-hmm. could have worked. But could have worked, yeah. It just I think there was a lot of there was a lot of like development hell that went on with that movie. Cause it could have worked. And I'm sorry, killing Ripley was just the Yeah, you can't kill wait, Ripley. First of all, killing Newt and Hicks. Oh yeah. Off Before screen. the movie even started, off screen, yeah. Oh like, come on. Like that fucking really? They could have yep. they could have just arrested Ripley and put her on the planet. She didn't have to crash there. Could've. They could have said she did war crimes and it was bullshit because of the corporations. Yeah. Because she knew too much. And they separated Hicks. He goes to somewhere else. They put Newt into foster care or some shit. Yeah. And Ripley's there. And then Aliens 4 could have been about Newt. But whatever. That would have been cool. Adult Newt. Mm, that would have been cool. Um, but he killed her off screen. Yep. Then Mimic, which was also a pretty good movie oh, for his time. Mimic. Weird, Mimic now. with, uh, uh, what the hell's her name? Mira Sorvino? Was that her I, in that? I, I know. Or was it Natasha actor- Henstridge? Um, I gotta look it up. I can't I, recall. I, I could be wrong uh, on both counts. Um, Alex Cormaz, Cormaz, Cormazi, Alex Cormazi. Oh, this. I know what I'm thinking of with Mira Savino. I'm thinking that that. Oh uh, like... no, no, Mira Savino isn't it? My the uh, Google okay, I was right. app covered her name. Okay, I was right. Good. Yeah, you're right. Um, Shaquille O'Neal Steel. That was the end of the superhero movie era for a while. I don't, I don't remember that one even coming out. It. It came out around All the right. end of the year. What was the movie where he played a genie? That was Kazam. Yeah, everybody, you know the, the Mandela People effect People call it on that, Shazam, right? 
and right. you think it was a Sinbad movie because because of the Mandela effect. Yeah, I, I didn't have that in my head. The Berenstein no, Bears thing. Sometimes uh, I'm like, oh, I can't remember. Okay, because I call it Berenstein Bears, and now I'm looking at his Berenstein. Berenstein. But I was like, I was a Stein. child. Somebody mispronounces it once, and that's yeah, what right. I think it is. Right, right. Also, you're not really paying attention to that. Who cares? Yeah, you're just you're reading the book. You're not reading the the title. Starship Troopers. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, now nah, one one Men in weird Black. Movie. Oh, okay. Classic. Men in Black, I still quote to this day. So first, Men in Black was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Second one was decent. Third was shit. Yeah, yeah. Scream Two, Wishmaster, Mortal Kombat, Annihilation, Batman and Superman Adventures. That was the world's finest Animated. movie. Cole the Conqueror, Gattaca, the Brim Stoker's The Mummy. Um, 007, Tomorrow Never Dies. Ah, uh, see, that's my least favorite of the Pierce Brosnans. I I don't I don't think I watched it Pat like to that I I, I love Pierce Brosnan as uh, oh, yeah, Goldeneye Goldeneye is one of my all time favorite movies he's probably Tomorrow my never top dies. James Bond right now no that's not true how could I say Tomorrow Never Dies is my least favorite knowing that Die Another Day exists Die Another Day <laughs> <laughs> which was just the most ludicrously stupid Bond movie I think I've ever seen um st- oh my God Star Kid. See this movie, like most of my memories are coming from this year right now. Dante's well, we were kids, peak, man. Fucking Dante's Peak. Ooh, also Pierce Brosnan. Yes, the scene where the guy wanted to save, I think it was a kid, and he jumped into the lava. Jumped, tried to walk on it. Yeah. He, he jumped into the lava to be a human pillar. That that yeah. was the day I realized that lava is solid. Yep. <laughs> like you and don't just, splash just... in it like the Terminator. You fucking just burn like yeah. acid. Yeah, like, that, oh. that stuck with me. That, you know what fuck, it is? Oh. that was when we were kids, so we had a lot of time on our hands to watch movies. and Yeah, HBO and was shit. a mm-hmm. viable thing. Perfect yeah. Blue came out, which is I used anime. to I used to rent movies and then duplicate the VHS tapes, early pirates. Same here. I had two VCRs. I would just uh, dupe them. Sigourney Weaver's Snow White. I remember that. I, I made labels, too. To that. I made cool labels. I'd like draw the logo and shit on it. Made them look cool. Oh, wow. Holy I probably shouldn't shouldn't. Devil's Advocate. Oh, Devil's Advocate. Keanu so Reeves good. and Al Pacino. So Ooh, fucking great good. Movie. Like Al Pacino's outrageous acting with <laughs> Keanu Reeves, whatever Keanu does. <laughs> I'm the devil's son. No. No this way. Can't be. Are you can't trying be. to tell me that the devil's my father? Whoa. <laughs> I think That's I'm going to have sex with my wife. Maybe have the Antichrist <laughs> as a child. Whoa. That should be amazing. Did you play? Oh, we talked. We played. You played Cyberpunk. We've talked about Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. I know what you did last summer. The fifth oh, element. The fifth, fifth element. Oh. Dude, these are some really good movies. 97 was the fucking year. This is some great movies. <laughs> like- I know what you did last summer. I remember seeing that in theaters. With uh, oh Jennifer Love Hewitt, whatever. Where's Jennifer Love Hewitt now? She was in. She was on Criminal Minds for a while, a couple years ago. Man, I think she. Um, didn't she? Uh, She's still acting, I believe. I thought she retired to be like to take care of her kids. Maybe, maybe but she it was came a short back. retirement. Yeah, because she was on Criminal wow, Minds a while really ago, did. and she she did some Lifetime movies. I think she really did not age much. No, she still looks really good. She looks good. She's 44. She's um, a, a very beautiful woman. 
I think that's just that perpetually she'll look like a cross between a teacher and a teenager simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. I I can't stand uh, when women of Hollywood feel the need to get all that work done and try to keep themselves looking young because it never works. It yeah, always looks bad. Meg Ryan, uh, Renee Zellweger, no, Madonna. Renee Zellweger I guess doesn't now. even look like the same person. No, I, at I don't, all. I don't know why they do it. Like there are some gorgeous women. I think it's, it's in Hollywood it in their forties, fifties. Yeah, it's got to be. Um, that that look fantastic. Julia Louis Dreyfus is what sixty something now. She looks mm-hmm. better than she did in Seinfeld. She is a gorgeous woman. Uh, because I'm, I'm almost done with Seinfeld. I never thought Jennifer Aniston was like attractive until I saw her in Horrible Bosses. Oh yeah, yeah, she was very was good in like, that. That what? was a great. And movie. it wasn't that she was playing a sultry character; It had nothing to do with her. It was just like that's Jennifer no, Aniston. She's, she's a very, uh, very good looking woman. Oh, uh, the Friends reunion. I, I don't. know. You probably didn't watch it because no. Why the fuck would you? But I watched the Friends reunion, uh, and uh, Jennifer Aniston and uh, Courtney Cox both. They've had. Some work done, and it, yeah. you could you could see it. It's just they don't look like I, I, see, I haven't seen her recently. And then I, Lisa Kudrow hasn't beautiful, looks great, still a beautiful, gorgeous woman, aged beautifully, looks wonderful. I don't know if this is sexist talk. I, I don't think it is, right? We're just talking about women. I being, mean, we, okay, we're okay. There's guys, very they, good looking okay, guys so too. Overall, overall, they could all they all have their own choices. They can do whatever they want. Like, as they made their money, they could do what they want. Our opinions don't really fucking matter. Yeah, no, of course not. But if it's out of like peer pressure, or if they felt like something was wrong with them, like you, if you, in my opinion, I feel like you proved that that's that self consciousness. That's not true because of the shit you did before you got that work done. Yeah. Um, again, Renee Zellweger, she doesn't look like the same person at all. Like not, even not, if it was like small a... corrective things, does not look like the same person at all. The nope. for me, one of the most tragic ones was the actress from Dirty Dancing. I can't remember her name. Jennifer Grey. Um, maybe. Um, I think so. But I remember seeing her in Dirty Dancing. I don't like Dirty Dancing personally, but that's just not my type of movie. But right. I saw a movie. I saw that movie, and then I saw a few movies she was in, and then I saw this Tales from the Crypt movie she was in, and she had her nose done. And yep. I didn't know it was her. Well, she had a very distinctive nose. And it was like, she doesn't look better. She just she just looks like a different, different. person. Yeah, right. And yeah, I don't think that, and that's me. not a good idea when your face is, your 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 celebrity status is, you know, very yeah. closely linked to your face. Um, People know your face. Meg Ryan, she can't smile. She was known for, like, this really warm, like, inviting smile. She can't smile anymore because she can't feel the upper part of her face, apparently. Well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and – it applies to guys too because you look at oh, guys God. like Sylvester Stallone and Mickey <laughs> Sylvester Rourke. Sylvester Stallone looks like a tomato. Yeah. I mean you got these guys that have got work done that look ridiculous. And then you got guys like Paul Rudd and Keanu and Keanu, Keanu and Keanu. Uh, the, these other actors that, that have aged very well. They just they yeah. look George Clooney. They look – they're good-looking guys at their age. Which, and then you got these guys that got the work done and, again, look like oh, tomatoes. Oh, what, what's this goddamn name? Um, Mickey Rourke. Yeah, I said that. That's what Mickey, I said, Mickey oh, Rourke. Oh, you did say Mickey Rourke. He, he okay, looked yeah. like a fucking doll. He looks so bad. <laughs> it's awful. Um, um, yeah, Michael it's Jackson. Gotta be. <laughs> Before oh, they put him in the ground, there's still that, parts of him still down there, perfectly preserved. Yeah, it's just a nose, <laughs> just, a just chin, like a flakes of skin. Like, just, yeah, just, yeah. You know what? We're we're making fun, but you're right. It's got to be some sort of mental issue where they they yeah, feel just, well because it's all 
So you, it's got to be hard when you're again. I it, said your face is yeah, linked to your celebrity. So when you the know superficiality is focused on, it's it really is. Yeah, and those superficial things that like you can get up in the morning, think you're ugly, but look yourself in the mirror and brush your teeth and like groom yourself, no matter how you feel about yourself. But when that is literally your life. Yep. That aspect of you is your life. You're going to find the smallest things to fucking pick on. I'm not yeah, playing like psych- psychologists for them or anything, no, just, but I just feel like the way people are, that that's... Well, you're going to link in your head yeah. that they're, they're linked. So anything, if you're losing something in your physical appearance, you're going to link that to losing some of your fame or some of your fortune. I mean, they're yeah. going to be linked. Oh my God, I'm starting to get wrinkles. I'm going to start losing my celebrity. Like they're just going to be inextricably is that the right word yeah linked in your head so i get it it's just man it's hard, i just wish i wish it wasn't a thing but, because but then I, again, I hate seeing I'm people ruin not, their appearance <laughs> i'm not i'm not saying that like, knowing me oh dude that's why i'm not rich because i would just focus in on that shit <laughs> i hate to bring so, up 90 day fiance again too but the two the twins from 90 uh whatever their names are tarcy and stacy those two women have ha- have now had Wait, like are, crazy. Please don't tell me they're though. the Australian ones. No, uh, to get pregnant at the same. Darcy time? was the one that that dated the dude from the Danish dude. Was he Danish? He had he had the short blonde hair. Jesse, that guy Jesse. She dated him, and then she dated the guy Tom from England. Okay. Uh, and both relationships were just shit shows. I think on both their ends, but they t- tried to make it seem like it was all her fault, really, okay. in the editing. I feel like, uh, but she's got her own show with her twin sister now. And same thing, like they're young, they're not, they're not older, they're still pretty yeah. young, and they've had a ton of work done. They just look completely different now. Yeah, Both I just feel like the excessiveness of it is the problem. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 heartbreaking. It is absolutely sad to see um, when you feel kind of that self conscious about yourself. Speaking of yeah. celebrities, I just saw an interview with um, with. With uh, what's his, his Bob Hope, <laughs> the ghost of Jimmy Bob Hope. Kimmel. No, it's Mel Gibson, Dane Cook. Oh, okay, Mel Gibson. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. And I don't that know if he fun. is on something. Yeah, but he he's just going like he was. They were talking about the Passion of the Christ too, because he's like, yeah. So uh, yeah, we got a, a script. For, we have actually we have two. two oh, it was a video. It, it was a video. Um, you might find it online. I might share it with you if I find it again. Yeah, so, I'll yeah, be able to look so, for it. Um, we have one. It's all well structured. It's perfect. Uh, and we have another one that's like a, a drug trip. <laughs> now, what he means is I did a lot of LSD and then wrote I, I the did, script. Well, it's like he had he done blow and just like saying what he had to have done. He's like, mm, yes, yes. Passion of the Christ 2, Jesus rises again and comes back with Tommy guns. Like, that's what <laughs> I was expecting. Um, and he's got a really big what? dick. It's really big. It's so big. It's no, hanging out of his pant leg. Robin, excuse me. I cannot feel my bicuspids. Like, just going fully off the rails. Is anybody else itchy? Is anybody else itchy? And, and everybody's like applauding. <laughs> and everybody's like applauding him. And I'm like, okay, applaud the weird, crazy, racist Australian dude. But, yeah. Uh, how soon we forget? <laughs> yeah, right. But I'll be honest, if they do a psychedelic drug trip style, I might have to watch the first Passion <laughs> of the Christ to see the second one. Oh boy. I'm no interested church, in seeing either. Yeah, my church made me go see the original. Oh really? Because when my parents were going to church, 
they they was like they the the pastor was just like you gotta see it to understand what the lord went through and like it's a fucking movie nobody alive knows what the lord went through yeah it's definitely a script (laughs) but they they you know they forced us to see this rated r movie i think it was rated r when it came out yeah it was it's a fucking most of the movie is a torture torture yeah and so but they had us kids going with them they felt like we were old enough and I'm hey, look, if you're old enough to suck a priest's dick, you're old enough to see a rated R movie. <laughs> right? <laughs> so so I, I, I never forgave my parents for that. Um, <laughs> I get it. But I'm, I'm just like, and they was like, yeah, Jim, Jim Caviezel's, he's down for it. The guy that played Jesus, apparently. Like, yep. yeah, he's a weird right wing dude. He has nothing else going on. Mm, like, no. Yeah, nobody's his, booking his, him. Yeah, the highest thing he had was being Jesus in a torture <laughs> film that everybody said was great, was literally just a torture film. Yeah. I think um, he did. He did another like uh religious movie after that too. Another like nobody cared about movie. If I remember correctly, <laughs> like you could get Kevin Sorbo, like with this Kevin like, for Sorbo. Less money. Kevin Sorbo, <laughs> and he's a James actor. Woods, Deuce Bigelow. What's his name? Whatever his name is. <laughs> Get them uh-huh. all together. Isn't it funny how the the rights like? Have you ever seen like uh, when they do the the Democratic National Party and the Republican National Party conventions and like mm-hmm. the DNC's got like Beyonce <laughs> and then they're like and uh, here at uh, the uh, RNC we've got uh, James Woods, uh, Clint Eastwood. It's just, it's just like just Clint like, Eastwood's oh, actually famous. Sorry, that's a bad example. Well, no, no, no. Clint Eastwood's only famous in name only at this point. He well, directs. True. He directs. Don't, and but don't get me wrong. He's been in the business forever. But just like traditionalism is literally things you just can't let go of. He's an A-list name, though. I'll yeah. give him that. It, it didn't ah! work for my joke. It didn't work for my Wait, joke. I should have said Deuce Bigelow. He, that he didn't finance and make himself. Was he in? Maybe not anymore. But he was at one point A-list name, right? At you one know what point, I mean. Yes. I'm trying to think Rob of a real Schneider D-lister here. Rob Schneider. I'm trying he to think of a real known, D-lister and, here yeah. for my joke. It would have been better. <laughs> DNC has Beyonce and the RNC has Rob Schneider. I like saying Deuce Bigelow better. <laughs> I mean, because, okay, let's be real here. Deuce Bigelow, as stupid and vapid as that movie was, it was funny. Oh, well. It was offensive to fa- everybody. <laughs> it, my favorite part was when he's had dated the tall woman, and there's somebody in the background just went, That's a huge bitch. That's <laughs> a big kind of, bitch. You kind of heard it off screen in the background. <laughs> that's, a, that's a huge bitch. That's a huge Because most of those jokes, have you noticed? Watch <laughs> Deuce Bigelow again. Imagine most of those jokes in that movie were black jokes with quotations oh, were they? for people who can't see it. The, the That's a huge bitch in the background. Oh, I get, oh, that's I get a what black. You mean. Black joke. The big fat transvestite that's supposed to be a woman. It's supposed to be a woman, but I think it's a transvestite character or transsexual character. I don't know. But the did somebody say steak? Oh yeah. For that God. character, the one that everyone was quoting the shit out of <laughs> stupid. Was super offensive to everybody that exists. Why did they, that was movies back then? That's just the way they were just, just they were just a line of uh, so there's something about Mary. Uh, what else? They're all the were tamest just, one, in my opinion. But they were all just a slew of offensive jokes, just like offensive. in a row, but because that was what was funny at the time. Yep. If I it's thought like, it was funny how, then, does that make me a bad person now? <laughs> well, I mean, they were funny then, and they're funny in their bubble. If we're yeah. going to do that, we got to understand these existed. They were funny in their times. 
fucking um, Blazing Saddles was funny in its time. Mm-hmm. Like our time now is is a time of anti context. We don't understand how context works. Yes, everybody's autistic to a very high degree, and we need to have things explained to us. So what I feel like we should replace captions, like closed captions, and not place what they're saying, but place what they mean. <laughs> it's a good idea. So, so closed captions. Here's what they mean. And just explanations as to what they mean. Like that old MTV video where, like, they'll say something in the music video, and then this pompous, like, old white dude is sitting on a chair explaining what the fuck. They should do the like video? like they did with the Tom and Jerry uh, cartoons, where they got the little the little disclaimer in the front of the uh, cartoon that's like, "This is a product of its time." Blah 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 <laughs> blah. But just do it every joke, just like make the joke, and then a little a little pop up uh, little, like, tile MTV, card comes up. Like or, early two thousands MTV. This was considered funny in the year nineteen ninety four. Pop up video, like that shit. Yeah, there you go. Pop up video, little pop ups come up. Woo, this was funny in 1994 because fat people were constantly mocked for their overweight <laughs> uh, lifestyle. People, people, people back in this time felt like being overweight was not genetic and that there was no health at every size. There you go. Like, this is right, before got, the internet. So I got to go to the I, post I office. So, uh, oh, I think that you want to harass more, more people. Got no, it. no, I, I just got a regular, uh, a regular drop off. And this is the post office over by you. Actually, the one that's right next to you. Oh. I always go there because oh. I just, I always walk in and they're just like, yeah, put it on the counter. I'm like, okay, thanks. And that's it. It's nice and quick. And easy. <laughs> yeah. I, don't have to, yeah, I have to wait in a line. I was Nobody... thinking about working there. So I don't have to drop you should work anymore. there because then I could drop the packages off to you. <laughs> I like that post office and the hours are good. They're only open from like one to five or something. Oh, like yeah. That. They're open like four hours a day. It's maybe. really weird. <laughs> and then there's there's like one like what? Five minutes away from it. And yep. that one's open like all day. And yep. I originally thought that that one was open in the morning and then the one by you was open in the evening. But no, the other one's open all day. And then there's yeah, the one I'm by you. I'm not allowed to have hours. a mailbox because I live so close to this post office. So you have to go there to get your mail? Yep. That's stupid. Yeah, I can't. I'm not allowed to get a mailbox. That's uh okay. How, when you're discriminating against somebody because of their proximity to a post <laughs> office, what would you call that? <laughs> I, postageophobia? I don't know. That's, like, that's locationist. That's locationist. <laughs> that's so stupid, though. <laughs> What yeah, the fucking the fucking guy it. that delivers three doors down from you or whatever can't just fucking take an extra two feet to drop it in his car? Yep. He's in a fucking truck half the time. Hey, it took forever for fucking FedEx to start sending stuff here and not there. That's so irritating. Oh man, that would drive me nuts. That would be one of those causes I'd take up, and I'd like be outside the the, the town hall with a picket <laughs> sign, be hey, the only guy there fishing about it. Distance, and if my wife wasn't so like adamant on picking up the mail. I, I mean, would, it's like I would just walk there. It's like literally next door to you. I mean, it's really. Yeah, I, I what would it take you literally there. thirty seconds to walk over there? But that's why I should work there. I live right there. Oh, you it's snowing. There. Okay, I'm a walk there. And they have. Like, I don't know if they have high churn, but I can think in the last year there's like three or four different people I've seen there. There were three so, or four different people there. The, the turnaround yeah. is bad, but I mean, unless this person lives really close to, I should be a shoe in. And I can yeah, because I think there's a woman there now. There's a woman there now, if I recall. She's been there for like... Oh, there was a guy there last I saw, huh? Yeah, no, there, the last couple times I've been there, it's a woman. She's been there for maybe two or three months I've seen her. And then the, there's a guy that used to be there. Uh, I don't, I haven't seen him. And the guy before him, I see, is at Slate Hill usually now when I go yeah, there. There used to be like a creepy skinny dude with glasses. Then I don't there remember was a him. fat guy. 
That and guy, I remember. A young black guy. That guy, I remember. Yeah, that's the, him. I haven't seen the 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 fat guy. The fat. We see. Look what we're doing. Look what we're doing. We're talking about fat movies. The overweight white man. <laughs> He's at Slay Hill now. <laughs> I see him there. Uh, the black dude. I haven't seen him uh, around. Look, if and I then, start working there, you can say, "Oh, the short, fat black guy." <laughs> like it's, it's descriptive. I it know. Me. So Have you ever seen goes that? there who's never seen me before? Goes, chances are that's the person they're talking about. Have you ever seen the Mad TV skit? I think it's. I think it was Mad TV with uh, uh, the woman's buying a purse or something. I think I'm. Tr- I'm maybe totally screwing this up, but she goes up to the counter and like, did anybody help you? And it was Jordan Peele, and she's like, uh. And she wants to say the black guy, oh. but she won't say it. She's oh, like, you know what? Yes. The guy over there. That was one of the better seasons because it was Jordan. Keegan and Jordan were there. Yeah. And the, the person at the register is like, just like not getting it. And he doesn't want to say the black guy. <laughs> it's so funny. Trying to find I other hate things to describe him. Describe I hate that. I, I wasn't avoiding it. I just didn't say it. I wasn't avoiding it. I hate when people avoid using that. If that's the easiest way to describe the person you're talking about, just, just, just fucking just say it. Oh, Why does it I, matter? I love daring my white friends to do it. I mean, like I my don't, black friend. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't, and I don't challenge them outwardly. I just stare at them. I've done it to you a few times, where I'll just stare at you and wait for you to say it. <laughs> you're making me uncomfortable right now with the face you're making. <laughs> I just love doing it because I don't care. <laughs> I know you don't. That's why it makes you make you enjoy doing it. And it's just like I'm going to eke out a little bit of joy. I need some black privilege right now. My wife knows <laughs> that because she said she's told me she's like Joaquin loves making you uncomfortable. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I know. I know he does. Well, because you give <laughs> off this air it. that you don't give a shit. So I have to, like, <laughs> prove that you're human in my head. I mean, I give, of course, I, everybody gives a shit to a degree. Of course, I have to give a little bit of a shit once in a while. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, that, that's right. the podcast. Yeah, we wasted your time. We wasted two. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I think we got an hour and a half of good content and 45 minutes of bad content there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. No, we appreciate you guys. We really yeah, do. Thanks, thanks for listening. Aaron, thank you, thank Aaron. you thank so you. much uh, for the email. Guys, send us some more emails. Uh, tell us what we're wrong about. Tell us what we're right about. Uh, we we love it. We love uh, complaining. So if you got something you want to complain about, it doesn't have to be a, a – you know, when I originally envisioned, and that is why I hate you as a podcast, it was going to be people, places, like a noun. Any person, place, or thing. But we've kind of stuck to groups of people. Uh, because I feel like there's so many <laughs> to target. We, Not we, groups we of people. Groups, at some point. groups of we people makes it, it sound like a point. Nazi podcast. We're like, <laughs> All right, today we're talking about the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I just know that I was stuck in traffic last we were supposed to record. And I have a person placer thing now. Like, nice. I'm going to add it. I'm going to well, add like, it because I'm just losing my shit. I lost my like shit. Walmart. Like I could have an episode about Walmart. I hate Walmart. Oof. I mean, I don't Woo! hate Walmart. I it's 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 Walmart. You like hate it, but you have to use it. Like, but you know that, what I mean. There's mm-hmm. there's plenty of people, places, and things to to go yes. around. But there's just so, so many suggestions groups of people. To work out too. Yeah, yeah. Any suggestions you have doesn't have to be a, a a group of people. Although, like I said, it's just every day. I somebody pisses me off. Like people who talk to me in line. Like that's gonna be on the list now. <laughs> <laughs> All well, right, if guys. Ever learn to stay on topic. Yeah, we don't. I mean, that's the beauty of us. We don't stay on topic. Uh, we're hoping to have a couple guests uh, coming up soon uh, on the pod, so we'll we'll keep you apprised of that, appraised, of, whatever the word is. And uh, thanks for listening. All right? Let's see if I can Take get this care. right today. Here comes the mail. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>